championship more than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. This guy is highly motivated. It separates Kobe from the pack. From the pack. More than Kobe Bryant. There is, there is no is one. No okay. one. Kobe doing work. good everybody we back for another episode of the regular podcast i'm your host kilo and i'm shay got lucy to my right y'all see her we on we on the camera we on the live stream right now (laughs) on um apple podcast soundcloud google podcast if you can't see it your phone is broken so you know you know how that go uh This, it was a lot going on this week. I don't know if it was a lot going on for everybody, <laughs> but it was a lot going on for me this week. Mm-hmm. But um, how was your week, Lucy? I mean, like you said, it was a lot going on. It was a little rough. Um, yeah, it was just, it was it was a little tough, but it it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a cool week. It was. It just started out with this tragic news, and y'all heard at the beginning. You know, I put the I put the little Wayne tribute to Kobe and on there. I mean, everybody knows by now, but this is the last podcast you probably hear just introducing it this far into the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe Bryant died tragically on Sunday morning. It was afternoon here in on the East Coast, but it was morning on on the West Coast where he died at. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happened, and that pretty much shocked the world mm-hmm. real quick. And uh, I could talk – I'll talk about – we could talk about how we, like, found out because you found out because I told you. So I'll just start with me, and then we can roll into you. Right. So what what happened was um, I was I was sitting on the couch. I was barely, like, on social media Sunday morning. I was just chilling, watching TV or whatever. But I picked my phone up because I was I was about to look at something. I don't even remember. But I opened up Instagram first, right? And I saw Kobe dies in helicopter crash in his face. Academic screenshotted it. DJ Academic screenshotted it from TMZ and posted it on his thing. And the first thing I did was say, I yelled, what the hell, thinking you was going to hear me and ask me what, what happened. But I was like, what the hell? And I closed my, I closed I it. I heard you. I heard that. I closed it real quick. Because I'm like, all right, they taking the shit too far. Like the, the plan and what, acting like people dead and all that type of stuff. I'm like, come on. They, they, these news stories is just getting outlandish now. Because you know what I'm saying? We see these fake stories about somebody dying like all the time. Even this story dealt with somebody dying that wasn't even involved at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I closed my I closed Instagram like immediately. Closed it. Then I um I didn't even look nowhere else. You came out and I was like, Kobe. I was like, man, Kobe. So and I was so I was you, smiling. Right. And right. I was like, because I told you this before, but and I'm sure other people was like this maybe now it might just be weird. 
when I'm like super uncomfortable, I'm smiling and laughing. Like, can't control and we just saw the Joker, so maybe I'm like psychopath or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not laughing like that, but I was, like I can't It's a nervous Yeah, it's the thing. nervous thing. But I but you couldn't tell I was nervous though. You just like no, I, I was, was like, man, Kobe I, I, and you was like, uh Kobe what? I was like I didn't even want to say You said it and when I when No, I just said Kobe at first. I was like, man, oh, Kobe. Yeah, I was like And then you was like, he did what? I'm like, I just shook my head like and then I was like, man, they saying he dead. And see, when you said it because you was laughing, I was like, is are they roasting him on Twitter or something? Like you saying like I'm is like, he dead? Like yeah. they're going off going yeah. in on him? Like And, and I, was so I was like, like No. What? They said he just died in a helicopter crash. <clears throat> And I'm just like, and I didn't even go back in, like, I didn't look, because look, this is how I knew you didn't see it, because as soon as I seen it, I closed my, I said, what the hell, closed it, got out of Instagram, Uh and looked over on the couch and saw your phone. So I'm like, she didn't see it either. No. Well, I knew you didn't see it, so that's why the first thing you, when you came out, I just said, man, Kobe. So let me, so, right, well, you guys heard how I found out, but um, part of the reason why I didn't. Uh, I, I use because I usually have my phone w- with me. I usually have to keep my phone with me. My daughter will grab my phone. She just want to get on YouTube or whatever. So I usually keep it on, keep it with me. Anyway, so this particular Sunday, um, it was Sunday, right? Okay, so this Sunday, I was like, okay, the night before, I was coming like, to get up and I'm just deep clean our bathroom. And but you, you was know, doing laundry at this time. I was doing laundry. I just finished the bathroom. So I, but I was. The night before, I kept saying to myself, like, I got to, you know, just do some, like, real, like, because I used to really love Sundays, like, cleaning, deep cleaning on Sundays, and I haven't done it in a while, like, you know, just trying to stay on point with the laundry and stuff like that, so I even, I said it last night, I mean, the night before, and I was like, I'm going to make a vow, I'm going to get my laundry done, I'm going to fold it that day, I'm going to get up and clean it, so I was just making that. Um, so I was just in that kind of mode, just deep cleaning mode, everything I saw, I was just trying to clean. And I heard you say what? Like I didn't hear you say what the hell. I thought you did. You had just said what? But you know, sometimes you like. But it was like a laughter type thing. So I was like, okay, so he's seeing something. You know how you just be dying at your phone when you see something funny or whatever. I didn't think nothing of it. I came out and you said first. You was like, you ready for this or something? And I was like, Sarah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, come on, what are you? And then you like still. Smiling, so I'm like. But I just said Kobe's name. I just you, said Kobe. Right, so I'm like, Kobe, like you know, and Kobe is is my before you know he's my favorite basketball player of all time. So I'm like, okay, Kobe, but it was still didn't dawn on me because we had already been talking about Kobe so much because of LeBron passing uh, his record, and then LeBron we passed a lot him of on third all time the night before. Right. Like 12 hours before he died. Right. So that even that night before, I'm looking at videos of him like signing things for LeBron. And I'm a Kobe fanatic. So I'm looking at all these videos because he was just, you know, out and about, you know. So I'm looking at all this stuff. And when you said that to me, like, it stunned me. Like, you know, what I mean? like I had to sit down. Like I was standing there looking at you and I was like, no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. And it like rocked me and I was like okay well I gotta sit down I didn't even look back at it 
until after I told you. I was scared, but I looked at it because I was like, no. Well, I looked after I told you to see, all right, was it real? Because I only told <coughs> you after I saw that first thing, and then mm-hmm. I closed it. And right. then <clears throat> after I said it to you, then I'm like, and man, s- let me go because this shit can't be really real. And like, I kept saying, like, even with that, I'm like still thinking like, man, I really hope people like ain't ain't playing, you know, like this is sick. Because it's, it's a helicopter crash. It's a helicopter crash. crazy. Like, that's like... It just don't happen off the, I mean, it, it it happens, but like, you know, so that, you know, kind of stunned us. And from there I was like stuck and you was, you know, it was just a feeling that, um, I, I'm not going to say I never thought I would feel, um, because I, I never envisioned anything like this, you know, like I never in a million years thought of Kobe dying of nothing but like old age or anything, you know, just, I still didn't think about it. Like, so I can't even say that I wasn't like prepared. I mean, obviously no one was, but it was just something that was crazy. It was just so crazy. I think these joints like this, because growing up in in communities, like we come from, we used to people dying, but we not used to people dying like this. A helicopter. So it's like that hit the, that's why a lot of like it hit the black community so much harder. Cause it's like, and and I'll talk more about black men specifically, but it's like, yo, a helicopter crash, that's just tragic on right. top of everything, everything else. That's just like, yo, how the hell is, I, like, because people do die in helicopter crashes, but like Kobe's helicopter? And sadly enough, I feel like it would have been, I don't want to say easier, because I, I mean, I, I know that I would have felt the way I feel, but I, like, I could have probably wrapped my mind around it quicker of just somebody hating on him and, and oh, shooting. Oh, hell no. That would like, set the world on fire. If no, somebody shot Kobe? What? No, I'm saying like, because I'm just thinking like, this is something that no one can control. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was like a freak accident. It's like, it was like, I'm sure that's how like people felt when like Dale Earnhardt, was Dale Earnhardt died. Like that kind of accident. But didn't he but die even, in a car accident? He died he was in a race car, car driver. Like. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, but I'm just saying this... This magnitude of an athlete to a sport that I care that we care about so much, black people care about. Like we didn't, an athlete on this level other than like Muhammad Ali, but he got older. He died of you know what I'm saying. We've never seen an athlete never die seen like this, it and he's like not. This. He was retired, but it still felt like because he just retired he a couple just years retired. ago. Just retired. That's what I'm saying. So that's the only thing I could think of is like maybe how people, the NASCAR fans, would feel for like Dale Earnhardt. Probably. But, you know, so I just, I was like, this is, this but, is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, like, so, the, the so the crazy thing is like the initial shock and disbelief, which I know I was definitely in disbelief. Oh but God, then the next too. thing that happened was like how the news was reporting it. Because then now we're trying to figure out who was on the helicopter right. with him. Because for like hours, they were saying it was five people that died. Kobe was included. So five, Kobe plus yeah. four other people. Right. And then rumors started coming out, which we don't know where the hell they was. TMZ right. is where they was coming from. But we don't know where TMZ was getting this stuff from. It was like, yo, they saying all his kids was with him. But you know what makes sense now, though? What? There was kids on the joint. Right. So that somebody did, somebody from TMZ had to be up there. Or right. one of them, no, they said it was too dangerous. The firefighters had to be feeding TMZ info from up there. They was the only ones there. So once, they were saying, yo, there's kids here. And then they got that back to TMZ. And TMZ said, or they didn't say this officially, but the rumor got out there that he died with his kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they had to um, 
you know, it's been, it was a fire and they probably needed to, uh, make sure, you know, you, you, you probably got to go through things to like, see who was who. And cause I'm sure, you know, if they burned, you know, if it was a, if I hate, I don't even want to say it, but, but they I, didn't even get to the bodies. By the time right. we started hearing rumors, they were still putting a fire out. And they were still seeing five people. So I didn't even know what that was about. Like why that Because that was probably all they people. found at first. But that's the problem with them with them like little salacious rumors. They come out before people even really get to investigate what's going right, on. But I mean these are like ABC ABC. Because they was copying TMZ. Family and like his whole family. TMZ dead. put it's that like, out there and people just tr- like T M Z be I mean, right about a lot of it stuff. It was his his, you know, one of his daughters. So I mean, TMZ and, and be right about a lot of stuff, but like and... something like that, people shouldn't just copy them just off the rip like that. Now they copied them, and everybody was wrong. Was everybody ended up being wrong. TMZ can be wrong because they just a little like gossip site or whatever. Right. But these bigger but, news organizations. But I mean, you're talking about ABC, you know, ABC, yeah, MSNBC, you can't be copying, NBC, copying, like um, all that. CNN had it on there. Like five they, dead. they had Rick Fox. Like they they had him trending. Like this man trending. People like saying RIP to Rick Fox, yeah. and I'm like. What the heck? Well, that's what I was trying to get to. Like, so the next thing that started coming out was the bad news reports. First, we heard five people, and then <clears throat> they were saying Rick Fox was one of them. I thought it was weird because I'm like, why would right. Rick Fox be in? It's morning Even over there. Right. I would. I believe the family thing more because I'm like, it's early morning on a Sunday. I didn't know he was going where he was going yet. So I'm like, I mean, I could believe it. He was just in mm-hmm. Philly last night. Maybe he wanted to be with his kids, so he took them on a little helicopter ride or something. That was what I was thinking. So. Mm-hmm. The Rick Fox thing, I don't know where that came from. We still don't know where that came from. Because Rick Fox still ain't saying nothing. And so I was thinking for a little bit because I know, um, well, I I didn't know any of the teammates, but I know the only other person that's like has a known, really known parent on her team is Zach Randolph's daughter. So she plays for that team. So I was like, okay, so I'm sure they would have said well let, wait let's if, go in order though okay. because we didn't find out we, that I'm it was teammates after yet. the nine came out right i'm talking about before that about. so we okay. still at the bad news reports the five people to rick fox where's this coming from and you kept saying like you kept seeing rick fox i didn't even see yeah, that it at was first. trending crazy like, you told me about like, what, that what is this trending and then for, i'm like man? his daughter rick fox's daughter came out and said rick fox was not on that that helicopter he's yeah. safe in there and i was like yo his name is in it for some reason. Cause right. I didn't. I'm like, why would his name be in that? Unless maybe he was, and the family is still trying to look for him or something. I, I don't know. I was trying to find out. Kind of. I was but like we, looking we still, at his Twitter, like his Instagram, yeah. trying to figure out. What it's almost Twitter, a week like, later, and yeah. we nobody why. still knows how Rick Fox's name got thrown into this whole thing. And Rick Fox yeah. still ain't spoken about it. Was it was like a stupid. I feel like maybe somebody was just. I, I hate to say it, just being stupid and just. Started a gossip, like started a rumor. You that know, thing I spread hate. crazy. It and did. It so did. then you had people so. saying that they was hitting Rick Fox up and he wasn't answering. So so I guess some celebrities was believing it too because mm-hmm. he wasn't answering his mm-hmm. phone, which is the same. So uh, Ice Cube went through the same thing that everybody else went through. He didn't believe it. So he said he found out. Somebody told him and he said the first thing he did was hit Kobe up mm-hmm. and Kobe wasn't responding. So now uh, we, we going further into the day and then. Now the sheriff's department from out that way in Calabasas, or wherever the plane actually crashed at, did a uh, did like a press conference, and then they explained like 
Yeah, because I guess they didn't know what was going on on the internet. They was out there working. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even say, hey, that five people think that's false. They was just straight up they like... just reporting. Yeah, they was like, yo, yes, there's nine bodies out there. So and that, that sent me like... That was the shockwave right there I'm because like, now people like... nobody Wait. heard from Vanessa. No, I mean, obviously, nobody was going to hear from Vanessa and her family. Um, and, the you know, the kids. So I'm like, oh, my God, what if those kids was really... And then here? that's also around the time we found out where he was going. He mm-hmm. was going to his daughter's game, exactly. a tournament. Exactly. And so, so going, so that's when we knew. Okay, his daughter Gianna Bryant was on was on a uh, mm-hmm. joint with him. So that's when everybody started to being like, okay, it's definitely Kobe and one daughter. Right. But we and didn't know basketball. who the other people was yet. And <clears throat> so it's like, damn, this shit is getting more and more tragic by the minute. And it and it did and it did because we was about like, to watch a movie that I had just paid for. Uh, X Men: yeah, The X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix and I was and like, then I got that news. I'm like, we both I'm not putting this on. And my brother Devron, he called me from in, from in the joint. Like we just right. talking while we finding all this stuff out. Because like, he was telling us like what what the ABC, which that he was, that was like, a nah. Kid and I was like, well, nah, the first ABC news was before TMZ. That all right, his kids, that was all his up. kids was on. That's why I was ABC like, when he was talking to you, I was like, nah, that's not what they said. And then sure enough. I looked and it said yeah. ABC News. Like, so I was like, yeah, so Devron had told us that ABC, he saw as soon as it happened, ABC put up, like they shut the Pro Bowl down and put a breaking news joint up there and said that all his kids, all Kobe's kids was on that helicopter with him. Right. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, I was talking to him while we was watching that. But uh, so then we find out, okay, we for sure know that it's Kobe. We for sure know his daughter is with him, but we don't know who the other seven people is. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything from the wife. We still don't know why Rick Fox's name was brought up in it. But then I start seeing a report about the baseball coach who had who was on there with him. Mm-hmm. I saw that almost immediately and his, after. And his wife, I think, as well, right? Yeah, I'm just saying I saw that one, right. though. So, long story short, man, nine people died on this thing. The pilot was included, and then mm-hmm. eight other family, pretty much family people, like Kobe, his daughter, was on there. Two parents and a, and a child. So, there was a mom, a dad, and their kid was on there, meaning they left other kids at home while they went on this a helicopter and died mm-hmm. and then there was like other parent they had child. two other kids at home right and then there was other parent child combinations on the, on the joint so pretty much this is just like the most and then the assistant coach the woman and her daughter right there was, was other pa- coach in, yeah there was her. other like parents and kids on there so right. that's whoever was up there was sick enough to send reports out hey these are kids there's probably kobe kids and that's where tmz probably got that from some oh. firefighter had to send that back because nobody, how could anybody, it was up in the mountains. It wasn't like they crashed it's by awful. somebody's house or nothing like that. Like they was crashed up in the mountains somewhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody could get up there. And they said that the plane was, it took so long for them to put the fire out is because the uh, helicopter was made, of, has magnesium components in it. And when mm-hmm. magnesium uh, gets, catches on fire, it reacts with water, water and yeah. oxygen. So it makes the, the fire much more volatile. These are not the type of fires that you put out with water anyway. It's not a class A fire. You put it out a totally different type of way. So it took them a very long time to uh, even put the fire out, right? So to me, that means that the only people that was up there was firefighters. The only people that would have saw that there was children up there dead was firefighters. So whoever put that story to TMZ was one of them firefighters, which I'm sure they probably keep people on a payroll, really. They probably got cops and firefighters because those are the people that respond so to the, that respond to car accidents first, and those are the people that respond to fires and all that type of stuff. Yeah, everything. So if you want first responders on your payroll, if you TMZ, because mm-hmm. how much money is they gonna get if they mm-hmm. get the first? Like if I send you the text that says 
this is Kobe and his kids. What Harvey? Harvey going to wire you $100,000 for that? And then another thing, I think some of the stuff, they're going to have, the police are going to start having to get involved because even like something as simple as getting the elevator footage for, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z and all that, like they're giving up people's, like they should not be able to get camera footage from inside of like hotels oh, and I mean, stuff. I mean, I, mean I know that's simple, but I'm just saying, I feel like if that's against the money, law. Like, Okay, because if, if, they I, if you're money, a business owner and I give you a hundred thousand for your footage, you're gonna give it to me. Maybe not a hundred for a hotel like that. They probably a lot more than a hundred thousand. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, cause sometimes some people are staying. Like, even the thing with little baby when he was saying, you know, he was in, he was, he was at this hotel and he didn't wear his locations out, location out and stuff. And the hotel came out and said that they actually let the guy go because it was like a security. Um, you know, procedure that he broke where, you know, a lot of people... The baby, not little baby. The baby, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, where, you know, they don't want people to know where they at. It's just for safety. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you mean to tell me, like, you can send out, like, you know, you can pay and just get camera footage of where I'm going to be staying and put me and, you know, people's lives in danger? The problem like, is how can okay. you how can you regulate it? That's the problem. I guess you can. I, I, I mean, I guess you can. But I'm because TMZ is not telling everybody where disgusting. they... It's disgusting. They're not telling everybody where they're getting that info. They're but just they're, But it. they are putting it out. I know. You know but, what I'm saying? But you're like, allowed to put info out. The problem is the people should stop caring so much to give that. I mean, I can't even say that because think about the amount of money TMZ is paying people. Like, because TMZ but, gets... But you know what? So, something like in this case with that, with, with Kobe and with that situation, people people got to realize, man, all money, man, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. I'm just saying, like, if you in a situation... Because you living out there, you you a first responder. You living where millionaires and billionaires you know? live. You don't even have the money to stay out there. So you looking for extra money? I could I could understand why it would be enticing, but I wouldn't. I don't get. But I mean, why. you gotta have some integrity, though. You know, like. Yeah, it, I, I mean, just saying, your integ you like integrity to other people's needs or integrity to your family. Well, you live in Calabasas. There's millionaires and mansions everywhere. Right, but I mean, like this is like somebody's daughter. You know, I'm kids just saying. Died, I'm, you know I, what I mean? What I'm like, saying though is. That's like, Kobe's how far life. will you go to, like... I, I, I wouldn't, but you already know, know I'm not even with all of that, that lifestyle. I couldn't saying. even live like that. I wouldn't want to be famous to have to go through nothing like that. Well, like, yeah, so, know, that's I'm the just... thing. Like, when you in that world, you playing by that world's rules. I don't agree yeah, that I mean, TMZ should well, even yeah, I know, but be I, out I here still acting think, like that. Like, as an individual... I don't like, think the individual wrong. I think TMZ is wrong for enticing people that don't have... To me, like if you if I go to a poor person, somebody that's very poor, and I say I'm gonna give you a bunch of money to do something, they're gonna do it. You all right? Yeah. Okay, they're gonna do it, huh? Yeah, I got a text. You ain't have to read it though. Well, I was trying to see what it was. Okay, so if I give if I'm about to give a poor somebody that don't have a lot of bread, if I entice them with with money. They're gonna take it. That's not. That's not even a fair thing to to ask the poor person to not take money. I I get it, but I still, it's it's on like, to me. It's on like yo TMZ. Why you have to do that? You playing with people like that? But they couldn't do it without you giving it to them. You know what I'm saying? But like, if I'm poor, I'm going to take a hundred thousand for a text message. I don't care. Like if I'm I'm talking about taking care of my family. I got Kobe you, is cool. I like him. He's a good basketball player. It ain't player. about Kobe. Though. No, I'm it's saying if you're a first responder. That, Kill, you saying like, a child like people care children. about other people's well, kids? I do. Like, that. like I care about people's you, kids. Like, but you're and not I care poor about in Calabasas. Mother who lost their kids. You're not poor you know? in Calabasas. 
I'm just saying, California is the most expensive, one of the most expensive places on I the know, planet to be. I know. If you live there, you probably do some foul like, stuff. I for lived money. in Cali, but I'm. And just, you was protected by the military. Well, though. I got it, but and I definitely could never live in the dang in Calabasas. That's nowhere what I'm, near. But what I'm but, saying is, if somebody tries to give a poor person something, they're going to take it. That's just how it's going to go. Like you, you like. You're telling, saying that these I people mean, shouldn't guess, take I the mean, money? I, TMZ should stop doing that. They should stop doing it. And also, I, I just I, think people should... Because you, you, obviously, these people have no morals. They have no, like... They, they don't care. They don't care about hurting people. They don't care about any of that. Just trying to be first to, to say, you know, to say they first, to get these clicks. So these people do not care. But I can't. Like, even... I could need the money... But I I need to be able to be like okay I can sleep you know what I mean at night knowing that I'm not a part of of this woman you know finding out her daughter and her husband uh because you know obviously a lot of other children but I I don't want to be a part of knowing that I that you know somebody did this and didn't handle this lady's uh you know tragedy with care like i don't i just don't think it's okay i don't i think tmz is whack for that but i mean are. if i'm if i'm out here and i'm doing some like public service job and i'm already being underpaid because those people don't get paid the most money i don't even i think all i think most of the firefighters in california like in southern california are um prisoners I mean, I well. doubt that most of them are. I mean, I, I they mean, probably bring Southern them out Calif- when it's a big, especially joint. when it's a mountain fire. Yeah, but that's different though. Have, like, something like that, they could send the um the regular people. They don't need like a massive force to okay. put a little. Well, I mean, I fire think out. for them, I think the majority of like. You think they're bringing people out of prison every day for a fire? Not every day, but they have prisoners that just does that. That's I know, but I'm saying thing. normally they come in when there's an emergency fire happening. Okay. Because I mean, because they, they usually they do all the like forest fires. That's and an all emergency. That stuff. And that, okay, and this is an emergency too. It's not so, an emergency. A helicopter well, crash. I mean, when I say emergency, I'm talking about a grand fire emergency. Okay. Like where they need, like those like force fires burn for months at a time. That's okay. different than like, they put that out in an hour. That's not, to, okay. to California, that's not a big fire. Today. Well, I know. Okay. All right. They just had to make sure it didn't get bit. But but what I was saying though is I just don't think that, that uh to me, all that shit is whack. So I don't, people moving to, um, to, to LA and even like you already know what's coming with that. Any tragedies happen with your family, TMZ is going, they have, it's like, it's like how the a mafia has politicians and cops on payroll. TMZ does too. They're like the, the media mafia. Like they can get any information <clears throat> about anybody at any time they want in California. Stuff happens in other states all the time with people and you don't hear about it unless it's just a, like, it's just a crazy, unless it's wildly crazy. Then you hear about it. TMZ, people get in an accident, and you hear about it before they get out the car. That Lori Harvey joint, immediately. That Kevin Hart stuff, immediately. Like Terrence J thing, like TMZ is reporting on stuff that they're hiding. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all need y'all don't move so, to Atlanta, okay, man. So y'all crazy. I just say that I ask you this question: What is one of your fondest, off the top of your head, your fondest Kobe Bryant memory? I mean. I, I don't know. I don't have like a whole bunch of like fond Kobe Bryant memories. Just like no. I think of them as fond memories, but like or to like, me, you know, an exciting. I just Kobe, used to like... like watching Kobe highlights. I just used to watch them, just mm-hmm. all the time. Not all the time, but I would just randomly just be like, "Man, this is crazy." Mm-hmm. 
he doing he look at like it's the same highlights I'm watching every time, but I'm just, just keep watching them. Like I just love I used to because that's the era that I grew up coming up watching and playing basketball. So all the stuff I used to be trying to do was stuff that I was seeing them do, Kobe, T Mac, Vince Carter, Alverson, Shaq, right. all these people, I was doing what they was doing. I had my fro, my nappy fro when I was right. eleven years old. Like so and and like my fro was nappy enough that my dad said, find somebody to braid it right now or I'm cutting it right now. My brother had these and my same... Dad, my dad cut my... like like um, what, No, what they did actually arc. was me, me and my brother Javon, right? We both had our froze and they was like, do something with that. Mm-hmm. So then my stepmom, rest in peace, she had put uh, little... the little puffs in our head. like And that, that <laughs> shit like so hurt terrible. our head so bad. So we, we both had to puff things and I, we was like, I can't do it. So we took them out. My dad cut our hair. That's how... Like we was had the Kobe fro like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, my you know bro- my brother did too, and his hair for some reason couldn't grow like really, you know, a lot. I don't know. It's it just looked really weird, and his dad was like, "Yo, you need to pick that out. Like, you need to do something." And he didn't do it, and his dad like got his hair cut, you know, because he looked terrible. My my brother is somebody who does not look good with like hair, so he always kept a a low haircut. But he definitely had that same situation with that fro, like because of Kobe, so. To me, Kobe was just like the coolest person that wasn't good at being cool. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, like Iverson was actually cool. Iverson was cool. He was the coolest. Kobe was like not like Iverson at all, but he was still cool though. Why it's weird, you, huh? Why do you say that? I'm saying because he was like corny, but he was cool. Yeah. It's like he. I think he, he was, was just comfortable. Cool he was good. Nah, I just think he was just cool. It's less like, yo, he's the he's the only person that can get a pass acting like that. Kobe and Tim Duncan probably wasn't far off in personality. I think they were absolutely. I don't different. think so. I just think that Kobe was cool. Uh-huh. Like it was just something about Kobe that was just cool to us. It was like we all could see that he's not like even like he wasn't like us at all. Mm-hmm. Iverson was exactly like us. Mm-hmm. KG was exactly like us. Right. Shaq was kind of like us because he didn't care. He yeah. he would just do whatever he the hell he care. wanted. Like. Kobe was like not really even like us at all. He grew up in Italy and spoke languages and went to white school, all that type of shit. But he was cool still. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was just like he wasn't cool for none of the traditional things that we used to think was cool. Because right. he didn't fit like none of the stereotypes that we, mm-hmm. except the fact that he was black and played basketball and he tried to rap too. Right. But he, he was, <laughs> he was just cool. Like, and that shit is crazy. What about you? What's your fond memory? Uh, let's see. So I have a... Oh, I, I guess it ain't really fond... I don't know if it's fond memory. I guess it is now, but... Um, now, I've been a Kobe fan forever. And um, some of my stuff was, like, away from basketball because what drew me to him was things before outside of basketball. And at first, it was just, like, you know, me being the little sister and my brother being the biggest Shaq fan. He's, like... My brother still like, you know, he's he was the biggest Shaq fan. My brother was like really tall, you know, like shaped kind of the same. So he was always the big Shaq fan. And, you know, me just being like the little sister that just want to be around him and like what he likes. I'm like, oh, so I like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like that that little thing, you know. And then, um, you know, everything from, you know, seeing him in the Bugaboo video and like, you know, or or, you know, seeing him. Date Brandy and be on Moesha and, you know, uh, you know, and then eventually when I started to really, cause I've, I've always loved basketball, but like when I really like started to watch it 
you know, on my own as I'm getting older, like 10, you know, 9, 10, you know, 11, then it's like, okay, so I just, you know, I love his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, away, I mean, apart from me just liking Kobe because of Kobe being around my favorite people, like, I, I love his game. So, um, it was just, it was just very interesting. And I saw him play. So that was another thing. I got to see him play. Um, they lost, they were playing the Hornets at the time. Uh, this was in 2010. I think it was 2010, 2010 or 2011. I think it was 2010. So it was like April, right before my birthday and they lost and people in LA like really was upset about that. Cause Kobe didn't really do good at that, you know, in that game anyway. But um, the people in L.A. was going off. They was upset. They was, like, fighting outside the arena. It was just real, real crazy. So um, that was a memory. So I was actually able to see him play a little bit. Um, but that was about it. And I think that was, like, a pretty Well, they won serious... a championship that year, so. So it was 2010 or 11. I don't remember. Oh. Probably it was, like, 2011. Well, but they didn't. it was didn't... 2010, they won a championship shortly okay, so, after that. Okay, so, no, it was 2011 because they didn't win. This was, like, a playoff game or, like, um, one of their. It couldn't have been if they was playing the Hornets. That's regular season. I mean, not playoff. What was the. the, 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 the regular thing? season. What's the regular season? You said it was April and it was Hornets. It had to be regular season. It wasn't, though. Well, okay, I thought it was, like, a real series. It was, like, a. I can't oh, was, was they still the New Orleans Hornets? They was the Hornets. New Orleans Hornets? Time. Yeah. Christmas. Oh, okay, that's West. That's Western Conference. Yeah, it was, was a. Like, I think they had got put out. Like, that was. They got oh, put okay. out. I'm thinking Charlotte Hornets, but I, I don't remember when they changed their name to the Pelicans. I don't yeah, it was New Orleans. Was. I didn't mean to say Charlotte. If I you didn't Charlotte. say Charlotte, you okay. said the Hornets, but I just didn't remember what year the, the name switch happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were Hornets at that time, and um, Chris Paul was playing. Oh, that's New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was it was rough game. I mean, like they they actually that was it was so bad because I think that was like the last game they you know they got put out. So um, people in LA was going crazy. Like, they was upset outside the arena and fighting and everything else. But um, that was my fond memory, I guess. Okay. Well, actually, this whole this whole Kobe thing is, like, bringing up a whole lot of emotions in black men because this really hit us hard. <clears throat> and the thing about um, – I've seen a good article from the Griot. The Griot, uh, they have a – it's an online publication or mm. online news site owned by byron island now but uh oh, the grio yeah he I owns thought it. it was russell simmons huh? i thought it was russell simmons nah the uh they uh they did an article and talking about like pretty much talking about how black men grieve like this is really the first time you've seen black men grieve in modern like, maybe the last time would have been like malcolm x or something really you haven't seen a person that we all love like all every Anybody that knew who Kobe was as a black boy or man loved Kobe. Even the people who, like, while he was playing, maybe you liked a different team and he used to kill your team. In retirement, we all loved Kobe. Mm-hmm. And he never beat up on my team because I was a Lakers fan my, most, of my, uh, right. most of my basketball fan life. Uh, Shaq was my favorite player, but I was full-blown with Kobe, though. But um, the, the Griot talked about how Black men is grieving and everybody's seeing it right now. And a lot of people having like uh, confused or they're not really understanding it is because 
they don't see us act like this or they don't they haven't seen us care this much and, and express emotions this much. Well, you see a lot of dudes crying and all that type of stuff. And I ain't cry, but I was emotional though about this shit. Cause it, really, I'll tell you what why it hit so hard for me, right? It's because it feels t- it feels like there's no winning for us. That's how it feels. Like to me personally, cause uh, I'm w- w- the Grammys was on s- Sunday night. Mm-hmm. The same night Kobe died, the Grammys was. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't even know that. I, I thought it was like a taping before. Meek Mills, uh, Meek Mill did a song with Roddy Rich. It was a tribute to Nipsey. But when I was listening to the song, though, the whole Monday morning, I had that song on repeat. The song is, I forget what it's called. Uh, a Letter to Nipsey or something like that? Something like that. Okay. Uh, but I was listening to the song on repeat, and I'm just like, it was making me think of Kobe, though. Not even Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Even though the song is about Nipsey, it was making me think of Kobe, and it was making me think of myself. Because I'm like, yo, it really feels like there's no way out. Because you think about this song about Nipsey. Nipsey died. He was uh, he was a gangbanger, right? But he made it out and was a rapper now and running businesses and all that. He died outside his business, tragically, from gun violence, mm-hmm. right? Because he might have overstepped the line by saying something to somebody he shouldn't have said it to because it wasn't necessary at that moment. He died from that. Tragic. Then you have somebody like Kobe. Kobe made it out. Made it everywhere you want to make it as a black man, which whether it be sports or business, Kobe made it everywhere. He's very intelligent, speaks however many languages the hell he speaks. He got a family. He got children. He got everything. And he died because of his privilege that he created for himself. Mm-hmm. So, if, so to me, I'm looking at this shit like, yo... Really, it's not like you can't win, but it's like, even if you feel like you're winning, shit can go bad immediately at any time. And like I said, he died from his privilege. He died on a helicopter. He died from a helicopter. He was taking a helicopter to a girl's basketball game, a children's, like a girl, little girl's basketball game. That's not, that's like privilege life. That's not like just regular stuff that you're doing. Like me, I couldn't die like that. Cause I could never be on a hel- I'm not gonna never, but I won't now. I but mean, I mean, you've been on a helicopter, didn't you? Fly a helicopter? No, a plane. A plane, okay. I haven't been, never been on a helicopter, and I damn sure don't want to go on one now. Cause mm. what the hell? But then I'm thinking about the um, like when I'm listening to this song and repeat, I'm going back and forth between the Kobe and Nipsey shit, and I'm thinking like, yo, people, you know how paranoid I am, right? Right. So I'm just paranoid. like, man. Yo, I'm thinking real hard, like, man, should I stop going down there giving food out, man? Because I'm really looking at this shit. Like, and I see how people be, some people looking at me while I'm down there. And you know, they looking, especially since I got the new car. Mm-hmm. And because when I had my other car, it was like, whatever. It didn't, no, it, but you, you, you told me you got looks like then. No, I didn't. I was, yeah. I barely ever went by myself. I didn't get no looks then. I get looks now. And it's not even look. It's like, yo, like one dude, I had to, I had to back up and say you all right because he kept on trying to get behind me this one he was kind of younger too so he looked like he looked a little bit unstable you know i've seen his type before i know i you know i know how people look when they when they got it on their mind right so i see him he trying to get behind me and i'm I'm looking i'm like okay i'm overstaying my welcome and i was here but i was down there by myself that day and i'm seeing him trying to you know what i'm saying trying to get behind me and then i see somebody else keep on walking around like making big circles 
And him, he keep pacing, like coming back and forth. So I'm like, all right. I spoke to him, though. I, I, I try to give him that, like, make sure that he know that I see him, first of all. Secondly, make sure that he don't feel too, like, beneath. Like, he don't... Some people, when they feel like you young like me and you giving me something, like, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I try to, like, speak to him and, and let him know, like, what's going... You all right? That's how I said. I said, like, you good? You want you want something else? You want another water? You want... Because I ran out of everything, so I just had water left for condiments or whatever it was i'm like you good and uh he just like shook his head didn't even say nothing but he either way though he was trying to get behind me a few people walking behind like i'm paranoid as hell i don't like none of it and not only do i not want to be down there and somebody do something to me out of their own like feeling jealous or feeling beneath feeling feeling low about themselves so they do something to me I don't want to be out there and I'm like I just said I'm real paranoid. I don't want to think somebody about to do something and I do something to them. And I'm stuck then. Cuz then you, you wasn't even about to do nothing, but I thought you was. So I'm just and Well, I, I mean What what this yeah. is the this is all of this shit is going through my head cuz I'm like, yo. And then um and then what was today? Today Friday. And then uh, another time like it, it was a situation I was down there by myself again. I, I had a guy helping me out, and then he ended up flashing his gun on somebody else. Now he wasn't not it wasn't directed at me, but I was between them. You feel so it just to me all of this shit be, and I'm still try, I'm trying to like keep on doing it because I'm like yo you can't like stop helping people because some people are more dangerous than other because for the most part if I give out eighty five meals, maybe two looks two people might be looking at me crazy. Everybody else is cool, but the problem with that is it only take one person to hurt you. That's the problem with that. And I'm like, yo, because I, I be thinking like, damn, am I going crazy? Because I already know that I've been in situations where people told me you're tripping. Nobody is talking to you like that. Nobody's looking at you like that. Nobody's thinking about you like that. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. We gotta wait on them outside. We got. I'm thinking, am I tripping like I was tripping before, or is this a real threat? So I'm having well, like, I, and all of that came to me this week is I'm thinking like, man, when I ask myself, is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. But dying or getting, it? is it worth the risk? Yeah, because the risk, but not it actually. Ha- like, let's say if if something actually happened, that's not worth it. It's not worth getting hurt over so to give people. let me ask you something. Well, let me finish okay. what I was saying. Because cause like it's not like really, I didn't plan to all of Just this but it's not on, really talking about it so it's not all thought out what i'm saying and hopefully y'all can understand what i'm trying to say is that that shit that happened to kobe and then the song coming out and i had the song a repeat and then thinking about nipsey nipsey was trying to build his neighborhood mm-hmm. that's where he's from somebody the person that killed him he kind of grew up with now he violated a little bit but not that level not like that was jealousy that wasn't that didn't have nothing to do with what Nipsey said about being a snitch. That was a hit. Whether it was a hit planned by himself, the guy who did it, or it was a hit planned by somebody else, that was a planned attack. He went back multiple times to make sure he was dead and all that. It's, it's like this. The problem is of what I think of myself. Mm-hmm. I think of myself very highly. I think. People very high up watch me. Right. 
I really feel like that. Whether that's part of the paranoia thing or not, I don't know. I feel like that. So I feel like if one of these dudes out here tried to do something to me, it wouldn't be because of them. It would be because somebody paid them. The problem with that is it don't matter why something happened. The problem is if it happens, it happened. So I'm so so what I'm struggling with or what I was struggle or what everything that was coming to my mind was, am I still being paranoid like I was before? Am I tripping? Am I thinking somebody is looking at me some type of way? This is why I stay in the house. You probably want to do stuff all the time. I'm like, I'll come up with reasons, but I mostly say I just want to be in the house. The reason I want to be in the house is because I don't know what people are thinking. And I don't want to figure it out because if I think what I think people be thinking, I have to have a problem with everybody. And I'd rather not have a problem with it with, with anybody, really. I don't want to have a problem with nobody. I just want to do what I'm there to do and go home. That's it. Now, what was you going to say? Well, I was going to say, because you, you, you said you think that, um, you said you were thinking, like, is it worth the risk? It, it, yeah, right. I said so it is. And yeah. you said it is. But it's not worth dying. It's not worth dying. So what I was going to ask you is, um, let's just say, you know, I wanted to do, and just answer, please just answer the questions I'm asking. I don't want you to go any further than I'm what I'm I'm only going to answer what you're asking. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, if let's just say, you know, I had an organization and maybe I'm the only person that, you know, at the, at the time is available to go and pass out food. Don't feeling the way you feel about certain things. Would you think would you would you like say, OK, Shay, I'm, I'm fine with you going to do that. It depends on where you passing food. Where you if you go on the food. same place, right. no, I just told you. It's- right. So you was but you what no. would you say you because I know how you are as far as like. You know, you you are you are paranoid at times, and you you do like feel you know. And I'm not even gonna say it's like like a wrong like feeling because I I've seen certain times where um, you were being paranoid and I was being paranoid. And I feel like we were definitely right in that situation um, to kind of like get away from it, you know. So I'm saying like if if it's something where you know, because because you have literally just like for forbid me like to not do something because it's like because you don't feel like it's safe for me so even in and i'm saying in this in this instance you know even if it it is helping you know a lot of people and it is probably a couple of people a couple of bad looks or you know whatever like you would tell me absolutely not like i don't no let me but you know you would say absolutely not because and you would say it's not worth it it's not worth the risk. So you would do that for me because you're, you know, protecting and protecting me. But, you know, for me, it's, you know, our the way our structure is in our family, a lot of times I want to tell you all the time, Tehran, I don't want you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I hate to... Do what? Get food out? I mean, if you feeling, like, unsafe in a situation. Like, when you told me the situation about uh not by yourself when uh you told me the situation with the guy flash a gun before and you know as much as like i am i am with you when it comes to giving and i love you for for being that way i i don't want to lose you you know what i'm saying like so i gotta worry about that i gotta think about you you know and and as far as like 80 people getting fed that day on 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 the scale for me like that don't wait that ain't they don't wait, you know, for me, 
you coming home is, is is the most important thing. So I'm just saying for you, you would never allow, like you would never like stand for me doing it, doing the same thing that you do because you're going to say it's not worth the risk. Like I, I you can't risk that for, you don't want to risk it. You don't want to risk it. You know, even if I'm helping so many people, you wouldn't want to risk me being out there. And that's how I feel a lot of times with you. Like if you, like, you know, when you, when you had, all your people here, your grandfather, your dad, you know, your, your little cousins and stuff like that. You know, I like that. But like even when, like we talked about when we were in we were in the Bahamas and we start we kind of got a weird feeling because some stuff had already happened. Well, I don't know if any, nothing happened at that time yet, but I felt like we were being followed and you felt like we were being followed. And we kind of both we didn't say we didn't speak about it, but we were like, OK, this ain't this ain't right. Something ain't right here. So. And I am, I'm, I'm kind of paranoid as well. Like, you know, but I feel like we were right and I would rather just be paranoid. You know what I mean? Than just be walking around. That's not, free you're not bird. being genuine right now. How? Because you, you don't rather that because my being paranoid is we had a conversation before about, uh, you saying you want me to work more on us going around people and all of that. I and was talking about my family. I know I'm par- I don't, my, my fa- paranoia don't turn so off. That is not, that's not. You, I'm but not, you're not being listen. genuine. What are you talking? I'm, I'm saying talking about you're not being, being in a house because I say what I'm members. saying is you you don't you, you don't want me to be that way. Okay, all right. Because my paranoia is it don't just I'm turn not, off when I when I'm uh I don't turn it off when I'm around. I don't be around my own family like that because they have people over there that I don't know. Okay, and not even just that. It's just because I'm not always comfortable in situations around people that I that even if I kind of do know them. They don't know. I don't know if people like me. I'm not even just saying that. Let's okay. go back to. I mean, let's I'm go just back to, the, to if, compare. Like being let's compare around my family to. I'm not because I'm talking like, about my family too. Right. Okay. Right. But what I'm saying is, you said that I wouldn't or I forbid you or whatever, right? There was times when I was saying, Shay, stop going places at nighttime when you can and go I in the did. daytime. No, you didn't. And I did. You kept going because I kept having to say it. The reason you kept going is because. You felt like you had a grasp on what was going on. I didn't go anymore. Yes, you, you did. Because we got into a really big argument. No, you about kept it and going. I did not do it. You kept. You was like. I was like, I'm going early. I'm trying to go early. And you were still. For you, you was, and, and then there was plenty of times where you still was. We had the reason that it got to an argument level is because I kept having to say it. Okay. So you kept feeling the need, or you kept feeling like you were safe enough to to make that that happen. But what I'm saying is, now where do we where would we draw the line at paranoia? Because if if I say. I don't want to go. Let's just say we follow what you're saying and say it's not worth it, right? Where do I draw the line at helping people? Because I, I, all I said, to me, all situations can be dangerous. I don't want to do. It's not like oh, I don't want to just not be shot. Bubble. I don't want like, That's not what I'm saying. But that's how my that's how my brain. Well, like anywhere how, I go is how as I'm thinking like this. I feel like people are following me all the time. I see people. You make two turns with me. You're following me. I don't like it. I have a problem okay. because, and the biggest problem is being a felon is like, I can't even just protect myself, uh, in, in broad daylight like that, because as if you a felon, it don't matter why you shot somebody, you're not allowed to shoot nobody. You're not allowed to have a gun at all. So it don't matter why you shot somebody. If okay. it don't matter if they was shooting at you first, it don't matter if they shot you three times first. If you shoot them, you're going to prison. There's no self-defense for felons with a firearm. So that's like I have to move around knowing that I'm in Georgia and everybody has a gun. Mm-hmm. Like I just said, this homeless man was riding around on a bike with a gun. Everybody has guns down here. 
So to me, I'm not looking at it like, oh, the passing out food to the homeless is unsafe. But then I'll go do this other thing where I could also be put in a situation. Like anything else. I just said, like, I can literally okay, right. do so anything well, and there could be. Well, I brought that up because you said uh, there was a guy and they got into an altercation right. and he showed his gun. So I, that to me. I'm, and then you're getting these looks, you said, because you have you got different looks. Uh, with your, your with the car, and then you, yeah. you know, and you said that you were by yourself. I'm not saying I have an issue with what you do, and I'm I'm saying that I think there's certain times, like for instance, uh, there are times where I feel like okay, you know, it bothers me, um, a little bit, but I just you know I just try to like just work through it with you and stuff like that. I feel like okay, we just it's it's just people around, and you know we're we're chilling. But then you like kind of be like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be here anymore. And you start getting antsy. So I'm like, okay, it is, it is, it's, it's not like the most pleasant thing, obviously. But I'm just specifically talking about the fact of, you know, someone pulling a gun out on somebody that's standing right next to you and you're getting, you getting these. And I, I'm saying like, why I'm saying that. I, I'm not asking you to like be in a bu- live in a bubble. I'm just asking like I would prefer you to you know do it with people. You know if you have people with you, do it with them. Everybody Trust me, I selling. invite. I invite. I know, I know, I know. And I'm not. I'm just saying. But you are also like the type like oh I invited them but they ain't coming so I'm out. Like you know I'm what supposed mean? to like, wait on people to help somebody. What I'm saying I'm not gonna say yo Shay come with me because if if I feel like it's a little bit tense I don't want you there. Okay, that's that's you, and then okay. and t- then waiting well, right. on other people. The problem with waiting on other people is they're not committed like I am. I okay. can't expect somebody. I wouldn't even be mad at somebody who just doesn't show so up. So it's worth the risk. I just said that. I said okay. that from the beginning. It's worth. Okay, it's worth. To me, it's not nothing. But for you, I, I, I already it's... get that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, the the thing about it is, at some point, you can't run from your people. Yeah, I understand that. Like, the people that need help the most, you can't be like, well, I'm going to only help the ones that I feel like That's are... That's not what sa- I'm saying What I'm saying all. is if I use my paranoia to make judgments, okay, I wouldn't help nobody at all. I just have a whole bunch of money on my own. Okay. By myself, I would have a whole bunch of money. The problem is it's not all about having money. Sometimes it's about... I'm the type... I don't feel comfortable if other people around me are not comfortable. Like, it's not, it's not a comfortable feeling to be in. When you when you sitting around people who is looking at you like 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 you a mill or something. I don't even because some people uh, look at it from this point of <clears throat> can they defend what they have? I can defend what I have. I don't want to have to defend myself against my own people, though. That's the problem. I, ne- I never want to have to do that. So I would rather try to do whatever I can to make other people more comfortable so that they're not out here hunting for nobody else. Because even, let's just say they don't get at me, they get at somebody else. And I feel like people down there probably, they know me enough, they see me enough that they would probably try to help me in a situation. But the problem is, though, I try to get in and out so I don't even make nobody feel uncomfortable like that. There might have been, you know, one guy who was looking at me strange. But I even talked to him so he don't even feel uncomfortable with me being right there like that. Right. But anyway, I right. I just went on that 20 minute tangent because, like I said, that's the, the shit that the Kobe thing 
had on my mind and it still got on my mind because I'm just like, yeah, I could just end it. Like I said, I would have more money if I didn't help people out. I would definitely have bread, more bread. I, don't think I mean, I have. Okay, go ahead. I'm saying I, I, I could personally do better without helping people that are less fortunate. Personally, yes, I could do better like that. To me, and it would be, it's a lot safer for me to stay in the house with my family. It's a whole lot safer for me to do that. I choose to do that most of my time. But then sometimes I just get the urge to say, I want to help somebody. Okay, That's so, a flaw of mine, I guess. It's probably okay, a flaw. Okay, so how, well, you ever thought about just taking a break until you work through whatever is, you know, making you like so paranoid um, all the time. Cause I mean, it's, it's not just like, you know, those times, it's times where like, we're standing in line to go to a restaurant. Like you, we had a time where we were going to a restaurant. He was like, I just, I can't do it. And I was like, Oh, this is like our date thing. Like we're, you know, we're hanging out, but and you couldn't do it. And it was like, okay, you can't do it. But, but right. that's what I'm saying. But what like, I'm saying is why don't you, okay, well you're going to, why so can't how long you, should I wait? I think you should work through it. I think you should I am do whatever trying to work you're going to do. It. Just like when I went to a, a psychologist, it was, you need to put yourself in these situations and then you'll, that's right. how you well, get I over mean, it. You work through a whole lot of things and, and you know, you, you're going to have to fix yourself. Like, I mean, it's that's a what thing, a psychologist so. told me to do though. He told me to put myself in the situations that make me uncomfortable. That's what the guy told me. Okay. Well, I'm literally I, I doing what the psychologist what... said to do. Okay. I And I but, do it in moderation. Cause I don't, I don't, I only get, I only go out there once a month, and do that. So I don't, I don't force myself in these. I'm saying, these but you don't think of maybe, like, okay, if you can't get a group of people, you can just take the month off. Okay, you see what I do every month. I know what you. Do what I'm every saying month. is, let me finish what I'm saying. You see what I do every month, right? Mm -hmm. How often do you see me with a group of people? How. <clears throat> Just answer that flat. How often do you see me with a group of people? Not often. Too. So where am I going to get this help from? Well, well, like, and then another, like I said, I asked you, uh, you know, you, you don't know my family and I feel comfortable with them, but my family had, you know, a lot of the men in my family, you do know them. You can talk to them. They I have. all are gun carrying uh, members. I, I have talked to them. And, they know what I do. And, I told them many month, times. You have you sent my dad a text? Hey, this I don't month have we want to go. Him. I seen him and said, "Hey, I'm about to do this thing." Okay. And your okay. Da your, your dad. How long ago your, was that? The last time I saw him, that was before Christmas. The Christmas. You said thing. you were giving out food on this day, and yeah. and you. Yo, Lucy. Go I don't know why it. you don't think I. I have told your dad, okay. your uncle, your grandfather, your and uncle in law. Know, your, 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 I told. And Tommy, I also like, know that you don't go back and okay on the day or the day before. I don't hey, need to do that. Do hey y'all. I'm if doing somebody want to like, do something, you right. reach out to do it. Okay. I don't do that with nobody. My okay. little well, cousin. Yeah, he's okay. my blood. My little cousin. Okay. Right. I hit him up one time. If he don't hit me back or if somebody don't say he's coming, I don't hit him back again. Okay. Well, if you don't think, if you don't see anything, okay. I'm not begging nobody to help okay. me. Okay. You, you probably do that. I don't do that. Like you, if somebody want to help me, people, if somebody want to help me, they will make an effort to help me because okay. I don't have gas to be, I, I could get gas, but I'm, I'm not driving all the way around the city looking for people to help me. Like I'm going to ask you, all right. if you show up, I appreciate you. I'm going to put your face on something so that people know that you was here and you helped. 
But if not, I'm okay too. And I don't fault people because I know everybody's busy. I know everybody can't just drop what they're doing and just come help me out. I fully understand that. And that's why, like I said, people are busy. They got stuff going on. Okay. I don't hold it against kids who I know don't have nothing going on, even if they said they was coming to help. And I don't hold it against adults who said they was going to come help me, even if they don't come help. You should work. You should. Okay. I'm working on me, but I just don't. I yeah. Just don't, okay. I, I just don't do that. I'm not like everybody else. I'm not like, maybe not like the people you probably know. I'm not like that. When I have something I want to do, I do it. That's just that me. That has nothing to do with like not doing what you have something. Yes, it like. is. You said take a month off if nobody's with me. Okay, go ahead. Y'all listening. Y'all tell me, do y'all think I'm that type of person? I'm not taking no month off because people, I don't even know that many people down here. So it's a very likely that I won't have any help. First of all, if y'all been down here, because most of my listeners are in Youngstown, Atlanta's big as hell. The gas alone, the I mean, the mileage alone would make somebody say, I can't really make that trip. The reason that I had the biggest of big of a group that I had the time that I did was because I had a baby shower. We had our baby shower that weekend and there was a bunch of family in town. <clears throat> so they was there like for me when I when when that was cracking. Okay. And then my man Rail, he was living next door. I don't know where he at now. But uh that's just me, man. We just spent like a we should end it right here for real because I don't think so. Okay, you don't think so? Can you you got notes on the um the CBD topic? Oh, we got to go to Wayne. Okay, now Wayne, little Wayne. Now this is a good segue. Kobe, Kobe is I feel like is Kobe and Wayne's career very parallel to me. They are very similar. Like Kobe is the little Wayne of basketball, and Lil Wayne is the Kobe of the rap industry, rap history. I can see that. Right to me, the Drought Three is Lil Wayne's eighty-one point game. Right, and it's then amazing. staying on one team, you know, for until now he's by himself. But yeah, I mean, he still cash money though. Mm-mm. I didn't see that. He ain't under cash money. That was the whole lawsuit was about. He's straight under Universal, Universal. now. Okay, okay, okay. Young but I mean, well, under... yeah, okay. But but either way though, yeah, Cat uh, Lil Wayne is definitely rap history's Kobe Bryant, and we almost lost Wayne a few times too from uh, seizures and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. Wayne is, you know, and we holding on to Wayne, man. Hopefully, you know. If like if somebody like Wayne died, we wouldn't be surprised because he seems like he refuses to stop doing drugs. No, I, I we would be we would be messed up. That's but, a dark place. Oh, God. I'm just saying we would all be messed up because we all love Wayne. But like Wayne dying, you'd be like, bro, we tried like. But anyway, Wayne is my guy. He just put an album out on Friday, January 31st, 2020. Mm-hmm. How you felt about? It? Did you listen to it all? I did. I How you felt to, about? Well, it? I skipped, but I listened to all of it basically. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I liked it. I mean, I don't think that I'm gonna be listening to it like a lot because of like it's just like it's not really like cohesive and stuff. But like as far as like rapping, he just sounds great. Like you know the songs, some of the songs I, I think I am gonna um, play a, a few. You know play more but um as far as like rapping goes like Lil Wayne is 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 rapping phenomenally like he he sounds great so I did take that from um that I don't think I like this album as much as I did the last one um because I think those the last album had like songs that I played a lot more um 
like records that I play more, but I think this album, I think he was just showing off, like just showing like, you know, I'm still one of the best, if not the best, like, um, so that's what I got from this album. But yes, I, I did like it. I liked it too. It was cool. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing crazy. It was cool though. I'm definitely going to listen a few more times cause I got to, I got to really get into it. And there's a couple joints on there that I know I got to re-listen to because I was like grocery shopping this morning when I was playing it. And then when I first got to work, I'm reading emails while it's playing. So I really wasn't fully tapped into the, um, certain parts of it. But uh, I it sounded good, though. Wayne is definitely still rapping at a high level, mm-hmm. very high amount of word usage going on still like the old Wayne. So... I liked it, man. I'm not even in the in the mind yet to really even rank it among his albums. I just want to listen to it again a couple more times, really, just to see yeah. what I what I really feel. What about the Drink Champs interview that just came out today with Wayne on it? How you felt about that? That was good, and um, I I was just um, watching because I listened to it this morning, um, early this morning, and you know I it was it was really good. And then I watched it because I didn't know that um, I didn't because re- I found it on Title finally. Um, and I liked it even more because I could see how like up and vibrant he was. Cause you know, Wayne's voice is just like, you know, real dry. And so I was, I was like picturing it like as him being high and slow and, you know, acting like that, but he wasn't when I watched it. So I was a lot more, um, excited about it and seeing some of the movements and stuff that he was doing. So it was just, it was amazing. Like hearing some of the stories um, and anytime, you know, Lil Wayne wants to talk, I'm going to listen. So that's just, so I, I enjoyed it. Great interview by Nori, DJ EFN and Lil Wayne, man. Even though DJ EFN barely spoke, he, he might've asked maybe mm-hmm. four questions, maybe. And, and a lot of what he was even saying, period, was like, dang, really? You really did that? Like it was... He didn't I don't really, really like ask Nori's nothing. interview style either, but you know, yeah. I don't like any of his interview styles, like at, you know, his interviewing, but Yeah, but just listen to him. He's but good. uh Wayne Wayne was definitely like live and 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 well mm-hmm. speaking like you would think that he would be like slow talking, slurred, you know, lean back slouch, but he didn't have no sunglasses on. His eyes was bright, mm-hmm. wide. He was paying full attention like Wayne is is very intelligent still it's mm-hmm. it's crazy like you would think his brain would be fried talking about all the molly and the perks and the mm-hmm. coke and the weed do and you the think lean. he actually does all that yes do you really okay i mean i'm just saying just his seizures in the past seed. well yeah right his hair loss like wayne looks like he's dying for real it's mm-hmm. sad really to see him like that but i mean he's still alive so i mean and a lot i think he tries to make himself look Ridiculous. I don't know if he's trying to do that. Like, how do you even make yourself look like that? Because, like, like even, like, those, like, some of the younger people, like, they, it seems like they're making themselves look crazy. They're like, on drugs. Like, like the, you know, God rest his soul, the uh, XXX Tentacion guy. He look, he made himself look crazy. Well, he didn't look the like. The Trippy he, Red guy. They're making themselves look I think, like, crazy. Trippy Red has that thing that Russie has. Russie Simmons. If you put tattoos on that, that's going to look crazy. I mean, you know, they're shaving their eyebrows. They're doing things no, that like... Was, Trippy Red didn't do that. XXX did He that. has no eyebrows. Trippy Red has no eyebrows. Since when? Since he was on whatever that show he was watching on Netflix. And he had he had the, the fang all, like, every teeth oh, was, was a, a fang. Ago. I don't, okay, and I, his I eyebrows were just 
completely shaved and he, XXX he, tentacions, eyebrows and shit. XXX like did that. Yeah, he was making himself look crazy, look crazy. But Wayne, that's Wayne's face is sinking in. He can't make that happen unless drugs make it happen or some kind of chemical. Your body is like trying to eat itself. These dudes was doing stuff like, like you said, shave their eyebrows, dyeing certain parts, <clears throat> certain colors, getting tattoos in weird places like that. Wayne like has the tattoos, dehydrated, but their like. their hair is not falling out like Wayne's is. Wayne's dread well, over, should be crazy long right well, now. Well, his hair is so thick, and it over time, you know, long. not being all of this on the top is like little baby locks, right? Because it, it hasn't been maintained with it falling, and like it's just dry and locks shouldn't. Come on, okay. he looked like a fiend. Okay, he don't look like a fiend to you. He looks like he's trying to make himself look like. How a do you make yourself look like that? Because I'm telling you, if his his locks has not been maintained, they come out like a lot of those guys, like like you know those guys that has you know the the booby. Like, look at gunplay. His yeah, hair ain't and, falling and, out, and it's like short one place. Like you got Kodak, where he got one little small one, then the rest is chunky. Kodak just the, started his though. Give him some time. I'm, Wayne had his 15 years. Right, but Wayne also. Had basically all of them matted together, like a lot Just of like them gunplay. matted together, right? And there's been times where Gunplay would have a little skinny one, and then you know, cause where it had fell out, where it was so thick and heavy that it would fall off from weight, though. Okay, from weight, and that's what I'm saying. Look at how chunky Wayne's, Wayne's whole top it was long and chunky. Wayne's whole top. Have you seen him without a hat? He pulled it off in the interview. Okay, I didn't see that. That's what I'm saying. What like? How do you, some like Wayne looks like he's dying to me. Okay. He's have he's had seizures, like to me that I would assume that that's drug use. I don't think that he's just sure. making these things happen to himself. I don't know how he could. Either way though, I'm glad to see that he's he don't look healthy, but he's talking like he's healthy. I guess mm-hmm. he can answer a question with no problem. So maybe he's switching to coke or something. I feel like he's been doing coke. His, he had a chain on in this interview, y'all, that said Percocet. Yeah, it just by it. itself, like Percocet. That was it. <laughs> so Wayne is full-blown in the drug. Like, people yeah. blaming Future. Wayne was promethazine leaning or dreaming. And, you know, he was he was that long before we knew who Future was. So I'm not going to say blame Wayne, but, I mean, Wayne influenced pretty much the entire rap industry right now. Like, that's why he don't sound dated to me. Wayne don't sound dated because everybody sounds like him. So... He's just sounding like himself. Like, Wayne is rapping the same way he was rapping 15 years ago. The exact same way. Same cadence, same wordplay. Everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Still fire. Definitely amazing. Yeah, definitely sounds great. But, yeah, I, we talked so long about Kobe. I don't want to speak too long about um, Wayne. But y'all go listen to the album. Y'all let me know what y'all think. But listen to that title interview, too. Though. I think it was a good one. Wayne, he has he, he explained how Bling Bling came to be, like how they, how they came up yeah, with that. that was crazy. He gave a little background on Popeye's chicken. He said, yo, y'all, don't, don't play with Popeye's, man. Popeye's is legit. He said the white man, the Copeland man, he, he was an orphan, mm-hmm. and he lived in a house with a black woman, and he used to sit there and watch her cook chicken, and that's and, where he got the... That's where he the got owner, the, Copeland, he has the Copeland's Cheesecake Factory. He also has the Copeland's... Um, it's the Cheesecake Factory. He has the Copeland's Restaurant, which is in New Orleans. And it's also here. And it's also in Texas and, you know, a lot of different places. So this guy, like, made a lot of Well, he of ain't money. the original, though. Who ain't the original? Wayne said the one that started it is dead. 
Oh no, but this is a long this this restaurant been out so long. Like But you said he has all these things. I mean these are restaurants that are his that he's been I mean not his, but these they're chains now. No, yeah, I'm just saying he's dead now. He started them. That's what I'm saying. Like these are he started all these restaurants. Right, right. But um and he also says something that I didn't even I mean, I guess I could could, you know, see it, but he was saying that his mom went to school with baby. (laughs) Like I was right, with baby. So I'm like like and I thought about him like dang baby probably is in his fifties right now like he might be fifty or something I, yeah he about to be fifty okay okay I thought he was like fifty already but um and I was like no yeah because he's younger than Jay Z well how old is Jay Z fifty he just turned fifty baby's younger than Jay Z yeah okay well I I didn't you know like I didn't two years th- younger I think okay so I didn't I didn't think about it. And, and Wayne has always said you know his mom had him young and um. But I was just like, you know, it just it shed a little light to me. Like, dang, baby is like way older than Lil Wayne. Like, you know, and he, his mom actually went to school with him with babies. So that was just funny to hear. But, That's um, to me, is just, like Birdman and, and Wayne is just to me like Jay-Z and Memphis Bleak. Except J- Wayne became the guy and Memphis Bleak just stayed the little guy. Mm-hmm. But because um Memphis Bleak's mom is actually Jay-Z's sister's best friend. So that's and Jay Z's the youngest, right? Uh, I think he's the oh, youngest. So yeah, Jay Z's older sister is Memphis Bleak's mom's best friend. So <laughs> Memphis Bleak said like his first job was taking Jay Z's nephews to school. Like that was his that was his first job. Mm-hmm. He used to walk them to school and, and whatnot like that. And he said his mom used to he used to get in trouble just like Birdman. I mean, just like Wayne said with Birdman. Memphis Bleak said he used to get whooped and put on punishment for hanging out with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So that's like the same. Them two is like and, the and same Little Wayne thing. said his mom was like terrified when he yeah she didn't want him hanging with hanging Birdman. With Birdman because she knew who he was. Birdman is actually gonna be fifty one next month. Fifty one. Um, fifty one. So he's old. older than Jay Z. So he's Man, fifty. Well, yeah. So when he got that so deal, February he was in 15. the thing saying that he was um twenty four years old in ninety six. Okay, I don't know. But yeah, um, because <clears throat> you remember that famous video where like way back when they had first got that money. And he was yeah, like, but yeah, they I got were out before. Me. I mean, well, okay. I'm saying it was, it was that like was 96 90. or whatever. It was after the, the Universal deal. Okay. And okay. he was like, yeah, I'm 24. Juvie was 18. Wayne was 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's what but he I said. But I thought in that Juvie video. was a lot closer in age with Birdman. So I, I, I didn't think that he was that much younger than Birdman, but. Huh? Um, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying what they said in that video. That's where I got the ages from. Okay. So, because what they were saying, what they was talking about that, um, that money they just got from Universal, mm-hmm. and they was like Juvie eighteen, but mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Maybe that was yeah. Maybe well, the year okay, was off. So Juvenile is forty four now, but yeah. Um, See, that's a right. That's a significant. I don't but know. yeah, but baby would be fifty one on the fifteenth of February. So he's um. Okay. He's fifty one. So, but um. The um. Uh, you got anything else you're trying to say about it? No, 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 I don't. Okay, so now we can get on to black excellence because after that we got to get into black fuckery. Okay. <laughs> now, um, there, we, we have some good news from the HBCU circuit. Actually, I got two, two joints of good news, right? Because Cheney, Cheney University, which is the first HBCU in the country, they was actually about to go out of business, right? Oh, okay, go ahead. Cheney University was actually about to go out of business. This is the first first HBCU in American history, right? In Philadelphia, it was about to go out of business. Their enrollment was all the way down to like 600, 400 students total at their school. But uh, I guess they 
got they fi- they was having financial issues. They got their finances together. Now, excuse me, they on track and they're growing. I guess they attracting a bunch of white kids to go there now, whatever. But either way, it's good that they grow because there's still going to be an HBCU, right? So the enrollment right now is only 600. So that's good news right there. Now, the next HBCU news that we have, and this will be coming out on the first day of Black History Month, what everybody else called Black History Month. I call this shit White History Month. But since everybody else called it Black History Month, I'm going to call it that. Why do you call it White History Month? Because I want the rest of the months. You see me do my Black History Month joints all year round. So why call it White History Month? Because then we could talk about all the evil shit white people did. That's what I like to do. I like to like... In one month? For 28 days. In the shortest you... Okay. Yeah, I talk about that. And then let me talk about my people for the rest of the year. That's what I do. I Uh wish everybody else would do it, but I guess everybody else want to talk about Martin Luther King for February. But anyway, Mm -hmm. Southern, Southern University is getting into the CBD business. Southern University is the biggest HBCU in Louisiana, right? And they are the, uh, they say they've been serving African-American students since the 1800s, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. But they have a new CBD company. They're pretty much starting their own uh, product line called uh, Alafia or Alafia. I don't know how you pronounce it. Either way, it is a Nigerian word, and uh, it means, hmm, let me find that word. Oh, like the song, Funga Alafia. Yeah, what does it mean? I don't remember. Oh, how it, are you? No, it means inner peace. Okay. Alafia means inner peace. Okay, okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's a nice name. And so they're teaming up with, oh, with yeah, they're teaming up with another uh, hemp company. It is called well, it's a holistic care company called Ilera or Ilera or I don't know how you pronounce <coughs> that either. Yeah. Holistic healthcare. It's, it's run by a black woman who actually graduated from Howard. So that's a HBCU connection right there. Mm-hmm. Howard, a Howard grad, teaming up with Southern University. And uh, the 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 they're helping to develop the products, but the products actually launched today. So they're being sold at this healthcare place, and they you know it's like medical grade. So they they have mm-hmm. high end products. So and I guess will be getting any profits from that, or the, it's their the company. Okay, so what I'm saying is, so the money will go to like the the, the school. The I mean, research. I don't research know what it's going to, or... but it's their company, so they can make profit. It goes to it goes to them. Okay. I don't know exactly what they're going to do with the money because mm. I, I don't know. I guess about... I just didn't know if it was going to a certain department or, you know, of whatever. Like, I don't know they, what they who, said um... it was an A&M, um, which I'm sure is probably the um, A&M Agricultural school. Research Center, Research and Extension right. Center. So, but I don't I, mean, I don't, I don't know, know how they're going to spend the money. profits, though. Okay. But um, yeah, man, they got this hemp and, and they have medical grade. And what they're saying is. They actually want to make these these prices more affordable because if anybody knows anything about these hemp-based products, CBD and, and THC, this shit is kind of expensive for what you get. Now, you might get like 300 milliliters or whatever, and that shit be 50 or $40 or something like that, which is a lot when you when you just try because you have to keep on buying it. Mm-hmm. You have to buy it constantly because you have to use it constantly, especially people who with, with more severe uh, sicknesses and illnesses. You have right. to use it a lot, so it's gonna cost you a lot of bread and a lot of um, a lot of insurance companies don't pay for that. Now, some states they do pay for it, depending on you know you can use if you get a prescription for it, then certain things will pay for yeah, it. Certain savings, certain health savings or HSA spending or, accounts. You can you can like get it, but FSAs. it's 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 expensive kind of for what you get. It is very expensive. But um, they're, they're talking about getting prices down, which is good. It's always going to take black people to try to get something to be lower so other black people can afford it. Because you know them other people. They're not going to try which to make great. it. 
they're not gonna try to make it affordable for actually they want it to be just within our reach that we can go broke buying it but we can still buy it see that's that's the trick but anyway, I just wanted y'all to um, know about that black excellence because it's uh, Black yes. History Month, as great they call news, it. Great news, great news. And, uh, yeah, Southern University, man, HBCU. And then uh, the Howard grad, her name is uh, Shonda Macias. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know her uh, ethnic background, but she's a black person. They have a picture of her in here. I don't know what, what part of the diaspora she's from, but she is from it. Now, <clears throat> on to the foolishness. Mace came out today. Oh, God. Mace, Mason Betha. Actually, his name used to be Murder Mace, and then Diddy got him, gave him a marketing plan, and said, hey, you need to rap about women. So they took, they dropped the murder, and they just put M-A dollar sign E, so it's Mace now. Now he's a smooth guy, but he's a writer. He's a great writer, so he can write anything. So that's what he did. He changed his career up, and he, and he went the path of being the dude to rap about the women. And also and he, he won a with scammy that. reverend. And he, also back to being a rapper, flashy rapper. And well, then pastors are to, flashy. Well, I'm saying a flashy, you know, rap about women and, you know. Because he came back with Welcome Back. That right. wasn't really and then he, too secular. Then he said, like, that was safe. Breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. And everybody was dancing, you know, gyrating in the thing. But then he came back with like. They dance and gyrate in church. Not in the strict churches, but in the churches that invite young people in. Oh yeah, listen. They get my down. church. We snapped, and they had a. We were snapping in a praise dance, and they had a whole conference about it. You went to one of them white churches, though. Well, yeah, I told you we ain't had drums till I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, but but Mace came out, and he pretty much said like you. A lot of people y'all heard that speech that Diddy gave at his. Uh, we got an award at the Clive Davis Grammy well, party. Did you hear the speech? Yeah, I heard it, okay. man. He had he he gave a speech at the Clive at the at the. He got an award and, you know, some type of lifetime achievement joint. I don't know. Diddy but, lives for a speech. <laughs> he huh? likes a speech. Diddy likes Well, he, he don't speeches. sound too good at giving speeches in, in those public forums. Like, he's good on Instagram, but, like, in that type of setting, he didn't, he sounded a little bit flustered or whatever. Like, he was scared to say what he was about to say. Because it was, you know, the, but, the, 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 the fakeness was just... But the, but the thing about Diddy, what he was saying was like the Grammys, y'all killing us, man. Y'all y'all not being fair with us. Y'all need to look out for us because we make everything go and shake, rattle, and roll. And I'm on the side of the artists and all that. And that was his rundown before he you know walked off stage with his good award. And then Mace, he 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 gets on. Um, I guess Mace contacted him and said, "Listen, since you're about artists now, let's talk about me getting my publishing back. I'll that give you, you two million. Well, he said he would. He said that he said he he got two million from him." two million for yeah. him for his publishing but go back to what he said before he well said no i'm saying like i'm not even getting into okay go ahead. i'm saying that this is what may said happened next right he okay. said he saw the speech and was inspired to hit diddy up and say hey you bought that black love stuff now ain't you mm-hmm. since you bought that black love stuff now let me get black my publishing back opulence. i got two million for you <laughs> and according to him diddy said nah you got to match this offer that the European is giving me for it, and then you can have it back. So then, uh, I guess a few days later, Mace gets on Instagram and airs it all out. That's right. today. He did that today. Friday, the, the 31st of January. Right. He got on the joint, Hot. aired them out. He made this super long post that I didn't want to read, but since I had to talk about it on here, I had to read it. And he was like, pretty much, Diddy ain't 
ain't real right when it comes to business. I mean, we kind of joke about it all the time, but I don't be joking. I mean, people joke about it like it's a known like joke, like ah, oh, did he ain't paying his artist? But why is but that like, a joke though? I mean, because people don't be serious. Like they they know it's true. Like people feel like it's true, but it's not like nobody pressing him about it. Like ain't nobody because he does this to people who ain't built like that. That's why. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you take advantage of soft people, of course. Like, I mean, because we we don't see him having he see, didn't he didn't not pay little Kim. Okay. Okay. He, he he didn't pay the locks either. Yeah, he, they didn't want to be paid. They wanted they to be wanted out their deal. Paid. They wanted they was, out their they deal. They was on there like crying on the radio station about not crying. They paid. wanted to be out their deal. They said let let the locks go. Okay. Was the, was the joint? All right. That was the joint. They when they, when Ice Cube wanted to be out of deal, he got out. of When the did deal. Mace get? They got out their deal too. Okay. <laughs> That's what you're missing. He does when this. When he stuff. let him go, he, he no. The rest of everybody else, he holds for life. Okay. They're stuck. Mace said he can't make no money. He can't make no money off of his catalog. Mace said he can't make no money because that is his money. What do you mean off his catalog? Okay. That's the money. He's only doing that with people that ain't that ain't right. That ain't good. So yeah, Diddy's taking advantage of people now. Why is it? Why is people cool with did not? I've been saying this for a long time. Diddy don't belong in no conversation with Jay Z, Birdman, Dr. Dre. Kanye, he don't belong in these conversations. Yes, Diddy has a lot of money, but he didn't get it. Music, I mean, his music he didn't get it. He didn't great. get it the right way. Now you could do what you want. Now if people sign bad deals, okay, that's on them. But still though, that don't mean Diddy is a, is a cool guy. I mean, Diddy, like people act like Biggie would have been so great if he no D- Biggie would have been in the same exact position that the rest of them that um exactly uh uh that 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 Mace is in. Mace and actually really, got bigger than Biggie. And also, you know, you could you could look at what happened with Loon. You could look at what happened with Black Rye. You can look at what happened. I mean, obviously well, these people weren't as them? big. Well, I mean, Loon is in jail for life. Shine went to jail. For that life. ain't had nothing to do with Diddy though. Shine ain't in jail for. Shine is back in Belize. Well, I said he was in jail. Oh. I'm just I'm just saying like it could have been anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have could have been some 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 mess. Uh, other than um, what happened, and it, it could have been like that. He could have been poor. He could have been broke. You know, we already seen his, his Biggie's daughter was like screaming on on Puff about like you know they were struggling. Like Biggie's daughter was saying they were struggling. This was like two years ago. So and then you know I guess Puffy went and paid her something to shut her up no, or something. No, he but gave she was her going, some tickets to a concert. Well, okay, I think I think he gave her some something. She said so all he gave her was some quiet. tickets. Okay, well, she actually got caught because they like, took some pictures together and then it was like, yeah, he gave me something. At the concert. Okay. Yeah, well, they did the Bad Boy reunion. Okay, okay. I thought it was something else, but because um, she was taking pictures with uh, his son, which his son is, is good. You know, his mom is good. So, But her, you know, they were struggling. So all this, you, Diddy is probably, I know, not even probably, he's making so much money off of Biggie. Still, to this day, I'm sure. And his daughter should never be saying she's struggling. Like, it should not be a thing where his daughter is struggling. But if you're or dealing saying, with Diddy, it should Well, be yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, and then you, you talk about this is your man, this is your brother, and this is my, you know, whatever. It, it, even if it wasn't that y'all like that, it's no reason why his family, his, his offspring, his direct, his children should be struggling at all. So...
But I mean, people see seeing that with Diddy, they didn't care. They don't. Think that about to it. me, the daughter struggling is more on faith. Now I know a lot of people had these conversations, Why? like because that was his next to kid. The wife gets everything. If you don't have Faith a will, is not making. More, I'm talking off the music and stuff. Faith is not making any money off it. Of Why do you music. think that? Because I because she I didn't. Think, she's not going around telling everybody she's getting his. Because stuff. I think that Biggie was in the same kind of deal as everybody else. It don't and I matter. Think the only Some of those people still make of it is is Puff. I Some think people that her, still her child's good because she's a legendary R and B no, singer. She's getting paid as a songwriter. Faith Evans got everything that okay. was supposed to go to. You think Biggie Mace made money? That's how he has two million dollars to offer Diddy. Okay. He has money. He just don't have as much as he want to have. Biggie definitely owned something. Maybe not a lot, but he owned something. What do you think he owned? Whatever he owned, it went to Faith Evans, not his children. And you don't think she gave that child anything at the No. Nope. Because money probably the money Lucy, didn't go for we know this that child she didn't. Too over this child's twenty something years we old. We know that Biggie's catalog still makes money. We know she and didn't get nothing. Do you think nothing. that she gets anything from that yes. catalog? Yes. Okay. Faith been talking about Biggie just as much as P. Diddy been talking about it. There's a reason why. She talked about him because she gets paid off of it. Okay. She was married to him for two years and he was beating her up the whole time. Okay. And cheating on her. I I don't... Okay. She's talking about it because she gets paid. She just did an album with the man two years ago. She's getting paid off of this. Faith... I think like, the, I think the person that's getting the majority of any majority, money is, yes. is, is Diddy. Yes, I he's getting the so. majority. I don't, I don't but Faith, Faith is, getting, is getting some of that bread. I, I don't think I don't think Biggie passed away with his with his paperwork in order. I don't think he passed away with a favorable deal. How do you think, think Mace has two million dollars to give Diddy? Publishing, public, public, Where do you his, think he got that masters? money from? Hmm? Where do you think Mace got two million dollars from? I don't think Mace got two million dollars. So you think Mace is broke? Listen, I'm saying even if, if he like, let's just say he could get his hand. He got he he was able to 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 get his hands on two million to say, okay, I can give you this money so that I can make all this money. You know, just you know something that I could put up to make all this money back. That's one thing. But how could he have anything worth two million dollars? I'm saying I don't believe he does. That's so why we believe say. anything he's saying? No, I'm saying I believe I believe what he's saying about uh, how much money did he pay for like. Why do you believe that? Like, if he lying about numbers, because this is not just was his story. This nobody else said Diddy gave me twenty and took everything else. The, nobody. We saw how Shine long, never complained about money. Loon never complained long, about money. Black Rob never complained about money. We saw how Little long Kim never complained Stevie about money. Jay was was talking about. Stevie like, J said they never made, had contracts. Right. That's different. But listen, even he just got like certain like credits. He just got credits. Where as far as him making hit records for Mariah Carey and other people, because he, didn't he have gave a him five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, because he didn't in a have brown a brown paper bag, because he didn't have a contract. Right, so that's what I'm saying. But Biggie but, had a contract. But think about the think about the royalties on on those records. But you skipping over everything. So that's what I'm details. saying. I think that there's Mace more had a people, contract. There's other people that have the same story. Like no, look at one twelve. Like people have been saying this for a long time. They're still making money too. These niggas don't have okay. regular jobs. All right. Q is a writer. Slim had to have a whole nother career. Like Darren, they're they're all background singers and, and writers. Like Mike is a writer. That means These Diddy don't own making... everything. Okay. So what I'm saying though is some people get stuck in deals and they can't do anything. If Wayne tried to go do something five years ago, Birdman was gonna get paid for it. It don't matter if you go write somebody a song. I'm Birdman just, is just, getting the money. I'm just saying I think Diddy Mace Puffy has Puffy is taking people's money. The majority I'm, of the stake when it comes to I'm not to saying he don't have a majority. Biggie. That don't mean something that, didn't go to Faith Evans. Okay. She the one that didn't share that with his kids. Okay. Which, well, he, hey, some people don't believe that girl, women should. One other girl. I mean, 
Some well, people don't. That child was there before her. But so I mean, she don't get nothing. The wife get everything. If you don't write a will, the wife is getting it. That's just how that goes. I, I believe like that. You know, some money had been paid out, and 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 it probably was was mismanaged at the time. But I still believe, even who? if that, I'm saying I think that there was a there was some money that may have been given out immediately to the to the child, whether it be from Faith or his mother. Based and on listen, what? I'm just, Listen, I'm just saying, and and when that happens, um, maybe you know, it, maybe it's not enough to live off, but it you know, or maybe it's been a, a mishandling of money, but also, I still think it's is up to. I don't think that, like I said, I don't think that Faith has any um, publishing uh, for Biggie. I don't think. I think that the the person that should have made sure that his children. Uh, got or you know his wife maybe even has the publishing is is Puffy. I don't think the I don't think the Faith has it. I think that big. I mean, I think that Puff has everything. Only way Puff has it is if Faith sold it to him. Okay, that's the only way. I'm saying I don't think he had it to begin with. I don't think I don't. I think before Biggie died, I don't think he he had Biggie. Biggie had some stake in his career. If you think that. That Puff gave Biggie twenty thousand and then didn't pay him nothing else for no sales. How you believe that? Okay. There's a reason that Faith, you still will go on things and still keep talking about Biggie and pushing. It. If she was because never getting no money, narrative. she would because tell him. She would tell people, everybody. People are looking at him like this. The, Faith's this. career wasn't always in a good place either. It was in a good place for a long time. It wasn't also. Okay. And she's still having no problem. She seemed like she focusing more on doing stuff about Biggie than her own career. Because her own music ain't that good no more. She ain't making that much money. But guess what's always going to be there? That money from Bad Boy from Biggie's catalog. Because her kid, she got a kid album. with Biggie. She has write, written for, for different artists, huge artists. So, I mean, you she's think her, her contract like, wasn't probably good back then when she was writing all them maybe songs? Maybe not. But we never heard about her with no money problems. Huh? She was working with Diddy too, wasn't she? She was working with Diddy, yes. But that okay. Mean, but what I'm saying is okay. That's but she you, also did you not hear? Did you hear the Drink Champs uh, interview that she did? I'm pretty sure we talked about it when she when she did a Drink Champs interview. You know when she had the line, the, the infamous line about her eating Biggie's butt and all that other stuff. But in that interview, she also talked about how she was able to get money and not have to deal with like people taking things from her because she was a writer for all of these other acts down south for or or like in the industry she was writing and that was her thing that was her money that was something that you know she didn't have to you know worry about so she always she talked about that in that interview in the drink champs interview we were just talking about drink she champs. also never said that diddy took her money took her publishing <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe he did it to some people and didn't do it to others. That's all I'm saying. Because we don't hear Little Kim complaining, but like Little Kim is still Versace, Fendi, fur, mink, everything to the head to the toe. And she ain't put no good music out in a long time. No. Some she artists, some he just. Music. She huh? do. She do. If you like the newest album, okay. I didn't think it was that good. But what I'm saying, or I'd probably yeah, I turn that joint off. Good, so. she, I mean, to me, she just sounds good, period. But. Okay. Like I don't, I don't, I think that like the reason Diddy shouldn't go on these conversations because we got on a tangent, and we do that a lot. So this is probably not gonna be that good of an episode because we was going on wild tangents. 
Well, we just got to cut some stuff. No, out. I'm just going to put it out. Because when we don't agree on stuff, we just go on super big tangents. So, nah, what you want to do? I'll wanna, just leave it. You want to do this? The 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 um the reason that Diddy doesn't belong in these conversations with these other dudes is because Diddy is that rich because he made sure other people didn't get very rich. That's true. Like, the people who we put him next to, like Jay-Z, so many people got rich dealing with Jay-Z. So many people got rich. Mm-hmm. Even Kanye. A lot of people got rich dealing with Kanye. That's how some sometimes Kanye feel kind of betrayed. He like, yo, especially with the Virgil thing. He, that really messed with him because Virgil went on to, you know, head up the, the male fashion at Louis. This is the, like people put Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg. Like we talking about 100 millionaires mm-hmm. come from Dr. Dre. Even with Birdman being called as much of a snake There's as a he is. a lot of millionaires. Birdman, Wayne supposedly didn't get all his money and still worth over 100 million. Nikki. Hundred millionaire Drake, hundred millionaire. Come on, man. And people laugh Juvie up. back out here. Manny Fresh but is G- super. But Juvie, will tell you, I mean, Juvie never had no money problems. He was I having mean, he problems no getting it from Birdman, but he but he but got I'm money just though. Saying because of because of Juvie's he's records, rich. Yeah. he's gonna be able he's to be do rich. things forever. Yeah. So, so so um. Manny is you know Birdman Manny, made even but. people call him like the big Diddy is what they say Birdman is. Diddy don't there's no hundred millionaire artist that came from Biggie and I mean from Diddy and Diddy had a lot of artists in his day. None of them yeah. have as much money as these other CEOs who we compare him to. The I mean, re- I don't know about French and Janelle Monet. I don't think they're they 100 not hundred million. Yeah, I know. Hell but I'm no. just saying, you know. They're doing good for now. They're doing and and well. I, I think for, well, I think Janelle Monet should just take her talents to South Beach and go straight acting. I love her as an actor. She's a good actor. Mm-hmm. She is. Um French, I like French is. I don't even know why he keeps like who's who likes him this much. I don't. I just don't understand. I don't know. Like it's. I'm, I think somebody in the industry likes him a lot. They keep letting him do. But stuff. I guess people keep talking about these mixtapes. What's it called? Mac and cheese. Stuff. Either way, though, because I didn't. I I'm not hip to the French Montana hype. I don't know it. Machine Gun so, Kelly is another Diddy artist, and he's pretty much like I just said with Janelle Monae. He's going the acting route. He makes he music does still. good too. We saw him in was it Bird Box? Yeah, he's a good actor. He no, he good. actually Oscar nominated. What else was he in? He was in some white. I mean, he does white stuff. He don't even be in. Well, no, I remember stuff. him being in Bird Box. No, he's an he actor. Was in, he was good in that. No, he's an actor. Okay. Like this dude don't even like he don't even act in like the hip hop type movies. He be with the white people acting. Well, we know Diddy had people singing for their beds. Okay. <laughs> So either way, either way though, like Diddy hasn't created no like like for Diddy have to have been around for this long and be associated with as many legends as he's been associated with, and for them to not have the money that people like Drake I only mean, been around. I, you can't credit you ain't gonna credit him for Mary though. You ain't gonna give is him Mary a hundred millionaire? I mean I don't know. I no, mean, I'm not. I, cra- I, I mean I he worked know. with Mary, but just, he didn't well, like he Mary didn't was sign was her, signed right, he already to had Uptown. Faith. He didn't sign Mary, but he but, didn't get the sign. I'm just saying. But the, but the thing about it though is like. People, people, you talking about somebody like 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 Birdman, right? Drake only been around for ten years, like on a like a super megastar for ten years. Drake is worth like two hundred million or some shit like that. Man, this thing said what? What? Twenty million dollars. What for Mary J. Oh, I was just reading net worths and stuff. Twenty yeah, million like, dollars. Yes. I'm like that. That don't sound right. Like, Why don't Mary, it sound right though? Mary is. Mary. Like Mary is like the best in one. You could be the like, best, but I mean, there's people. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying. I think she need to be a little more like closer nah. to the girls, like to, Diddy, Diddy to is, the Mariahs. Diddy, and to the, I mean, obviously she ain't gonna be, you know, there. But Diddy has been associated with so many legendary artists, and none of them have the 
close to the amount of uh, money mm-hmm. as some of the other legends in the industry. I mean, could it be like some of the samples? You know, I mean, not samples, but like no, pretty much him ne- really not having. You know his artists it's never because, really have. It's because he was making sure. Music. It's because he made sure they stayed ignorant. Okay. To business, because while Diddy was moving around, everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's such a good business mogul." None of his artists was. Which I was surprised to see. Well, not surprised, but I would think something like Sean John, because because like as far as like the clothing lines and stuff, I always felt like Sean John was one of the better. You know what I mean? Like one of the better. I mean, I liked Rockaway, but just as far as like nicer clothes, like I thought Sean John had like the better line. I would think, you know, it, it just seemed like I would think that there would be, he would have more people involved with Sean John. Like he was, you know, what it was like, mean? well, okay. So maybe one of his artists that want to be like business, you know, probably want to join. But why would you think he would involve them though? I'm just saying it's just we. It's funny to me how you, we didn't see that as far as like Rockaware where we saw. I mean, Loon was a model for them, right? But even like when you came from Rockaware, we also had state property clothing. They had which, to make their own clothing though. They well, was business I'm, minded. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It was weird that you didn't see that come from Mace, another person to say, okay, I'm going to do this or I'm going to be in here. Like only person I saw him like really going hard with was like the models would be Naomi Campbell and Tyson Bedford and you know, those models. I didn't see a lot of people. But why like, would that be weird to you though? Knowing that Diddy's not. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying when I was young and I'm thinking about, I'm saying before, I'm just thinking like he just always seemed kind of like a stealth a self-made or one-person show like it was it was always like a one person it was never a group of people you know now that i read uh what's the guy we saw on black love i can't remember his name shoot i wish i had his name but he was um kenny kenny burns he was involved with stuff i've been seeing his name forever and you know i finally saw you know got a face to it but seeing that he was involved with a lot of the sean john stuff i just thought that every time i used to see you know, Diddy with these with these you know ventures, it would be like not a collaborative effort. It was always just him. So that's what I was saying. Like, but even even then though, because <clears throat> Dre wasn't doing collaborative efforts with people, he was just giving them the game so they could go do it themselves. Like Diddy wasn't even giving these dudes no game. Well, like, it's just hard when you already like you struggling for money anyway. Like who was struggling for money? No, I'm saying Diddy's artist was already struggling for money at this point. Like they they can't really go and be like. Oh, I'm trying to be business minded. I'm trying to get this off the ground when they they needed money. Themselves. What time period like, you talking about? I'm saying when when, like when you Mace said, was hot, he didn't have no money problems. Well, we don't. Well, he didn't know he was gonna have money problems. He that didn't was, have any. But if he would have made some businesses outside when he was performing, you know, they might not have like masters in publishing, but they make money off their tours. I mean, we, we don't what, know um, what kind of deals he was like. I don't know if that was so a, they, a certain they make like, a tour money. 360 type It might be a 360, but you're still getting paid for your tours. You can still okay. flip that into a real estate business or whatever, yeah, car I mean, washes, yeah, whatever yeah, you want to do. They but, wasn't doing but that. certain things that you should be, like, like I'm bringing up Stevie and the Hitman and stuff, certain things that they put in should have, like, garnered more money, you know what I mean, over time. It should have never been a time where steady checks wasn't rolling in. not if you not if you stevie j you writing songs and not having a contract you just writing songs and giving it to puff 
okay. That's bad Not business. Not just writing songs, but Dame would have never let them do guitar, that. You're guitar. You're playing the piano. That's you're writing on the song, end. though. You're, That's part of writing. Your voice, you can hear his voice on a Mariah Carey record. That don't Carey matter. Record. You like, can't do that and give it to somebody without okay. having a contract. You th Dame Dash would have never let none of them do none of that stuff. That's the difference between Diddy wasn't trying to give. He knew what he was doing. Diddy before Bad Boy was working at a label. He knew what the hell was going on. He knew that they didn't know what was going on. Even when we watched the Hip Hop Evolution, they was uh, was it that? Well, they was like, we don't even know how Diddy found these dudes. How he decided to put them together, the Hitmen. We don't know how because they didn't know each other. Diddy put them together. That means he knew exactly who they was. And just said, I'm going to keep them who they are. They're going to stay ignorant. If they get money, cool for them. But I know I'm going to get what I need out of them. That's what Diddy did to all these dudes. They probably didn't know what their contracts looked like, mm -hmm. first of all. Secondly, even if they was in bad, like, quote, unquote, bad contracts, which a lot of people is, that don't mean you can't still give them the game so that they know, look, take the money that you do have, go do this, mm -hmm. this, this. Do what I'm doing, really. Just go do what I'm doing. Because... Rockerwear came, Rockerwear clothing, and Beanie said, "Well, shit, I want my own joint too. So let me get state property clothing." Well, but yeah, and because state property, Dame was, I feel like did well because people I know. I mean, everybody I tells the stories about Dame saying Dame was always telling us X, Y, Z. They never say Jay Z was telling them, but they mm -hmm. don't have to because they have Dame telling them everything. So and not, and not only Diddy don't have nobody around right. him that could even be his counterpart like Baby and Slim, right? Jay Z like Suge Knight had Dr. Dre like. Saying. I'm saying that it's never. When I'm looking back at it, I always was like, it's always Andre been Harrell, just. But they both Diddy. the same type of but, people. But, but it's been they had their own you know thing. It wasn't like they came up together. Whereas like I felt like the way I look at the Hitman, it's like the way I look at like the the success story of that. To me, is like a Brian Michael Cox, Jonte Austin, um, Q, like that group of men with JD. Those group, they you know they write records, they do the background vocals, they all but they all are, are really respected. They all are gonna be making money for the rest of their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like because well, of JD was a boss though. He had his JD own was a boss, but I'm just saying like I'm saying that the hitmen to me should have been on that same realm i mean obviously they weren't sound i mean some of them were songwriters but i'm just saying as far as that group go with with, with brian michael cox john t austin q um and jd those guys they're gonna be getting money forever and that should have been the same way for the hitman it's a difference though man right i'm just saying this just speaks to because some of them swing. dudes might have come into like first of all jd i mean and mario winans he's a he's a winans jd so was saying, already like, in the industry so he Just knew, like Diddy, so. I need contracts. Uh, the, the other ones, didn't they go to college? Well, I mean, well, let's see. Uh, Brian Michael Cox went to college. I don't know about Jonte Austin. He's been, he's been, a, he's a child prodigy, right? For Tevin Campbell. So like, he's been in the industry. Industry. Um, Q was 112, the writer there. Mario Winans is a Winans. A Winans, right. But I'm just But saying, the hitman... Who knows where they came from? Right. No, I get it. But I'm just saying, as far as like, they all, even them, them, their glue was JD. They all were all, they all went their separate ways and they've all did their own things and all were, you know, bosses in their own right. And they were able to make this money and they never, you will never hear them have nothing bad to say about JD because like, he ain't snaking nobody. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like he when actually you hear, felt like he got snaked himself. He did, right? And he in in I don't think he did. 
But that was a good argument, though, because he Well, he won was that. able to get up out of it. Yeah, he right? won that. So, and it wasn't black people he was taking the money from. So it wasn't, it wasn't no, you know, it was one of the big corporations that could have very well have said, you know what, you know, gave him a deal. And he was like, shit, I'm signing it. And he could have been snake, but I mean, he got up out of it. But anyway, still, I just think that when you hear, when you see these big labels and these big guys, Baby and Slim, uh, Jay Biggs and, and Dame, all of them, it seems like it's been a collaborative effort to get them to, you know, even with Master P. Master P is in Diddy's boat to me. You think so? He's not. He's not with. The... You think so? Who's his? You said Diddy by himself. Who's Master P's right hand? Well, I mean, he Master don't have P. One. Nobody was broke. Nobody ain't never said nothing about huh? not having no money with Master P. Who said that? Would you? They don't have to say it. He's the only one worth millions of dollars, and he's worth hundreds of millions. Okay. The rest of them ain't even nowhere. It's him and his son. Okay. They're not around no more. Well, and I'm some just... of these people are of his blood family. Okay. Does Silk say he was broke? That's what I said. It's his blood brother, though. Okay. Of course he's not going to let your blood brother be broke. He also been, talks been, about been, the fact that he's the only one that lives years. where he lives. And and, that's, and to be clear... The rest of his family lives in New Orleans. He lives in L.A. And they're doing well living in New Orleans. New Orleans is a very desirable place to live. Come on, First man. First of all, and then and to be clear... Lucy. Listen, no. Let me, let me say this. Those people who Master P was putting on... Like when you when you talking about all those people, you got Mercedes and Fiend and and um, they millionaires. They ain't millionaires, no. but but what song? I mean, what I'm saying is they ain't had no hits. You if you really want to be honest, like so Master where did P he get three hundred million dollars from? Okay, they must have been making money. They were making money, so he wasn't. But that don't mean that their properly. records did anything huh? that was like. If you selling stuff, independently, you think that they, those those people records did anything close to any of the bad boy artists did? We're not, Absolutely We don't have not. to compare. I'm just saying it was not even close. He made like, hundreds name of a fiend shade. record. Do you he, know Mr. Womp Womp? Like nobody know that. What are you like, talking nobody about? Cares about? How does a person make three hundred million okay. off stuff nobody cares about? Okay, make that make sense. Uh, P. Miller clothing. Oh, uh, come on. Hey, it is what it is. Was you like, wearing that? No. Okay. Nobody. It wears. looks it looks trash. He made it off his son. He made nobody it off different stuff. I'm just saying. Masterpiece sold everything and didn't have to Shay, give it to no big company. Tell me the successful thing that he did outside of uh, music. Give I mean, me one successful company he had outside of he music. He did movies. He I had said a sports agency. He had a sports agency. Listen to what I'm He signed Winky Wright. Successful. He signed Winky Wright. He signed had, him at what point in his he career? He had a sports agent when he was good. When he was good? He didn't yes. Have, he, he brought him into the industry? He didn't bring Winky Wright in the industry, okay, but so I'm saying he, at the height, he was he had him. Lucy, I'm he just, has no okay. successful businesses out, out of music. That okay. money came from music. All right. And you telling as, me nobody as ugly, was listening? As, as ugly as to that P. Music. Miller Dada sneakers was, they were still people Dada's. was wearing It was still Dada's. Them, and they looked trash. And, he and didn't people own them. wore he them. He didn't own that. Okay. It was Dada still. Okay. Either way, he don't have no successful businesses outside of music. That okay, money came well, from music. All right. You telling me people weren't, I wasn't listening to that music, but somebody was buying it because he got rich off of it. Okay. I mean, I I seen I got the hook up. I seen I the, saw it uh, too. MP the last Don. I seen uh, what was the movie? Uh, How much money you think the movies made? I, I don't know, but I think that he don't Master have P to. Master P himself is was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay, he had to pay a lot of people. He don't know how to shoot movies. He had to hire a director. He had to hire actors. Did you see how those movies look? It don't matter. There's still a director did that. Actors okay. was in the movies. Like, what you mean? Master P goes in a ditty boat for me. He's rich by himself, which is okay. You can be rich by yourself with your son and all that. 
that's cool, but you still go in that boat because there's a lot of people who was helped. Like, they was in there rapping every day um, so that you could put an album out every week or every month or whatever they was doing. And you telling me nobody was listening to these albums? What somebody was listening is, to that. Okay, somebody was listening to... What I'm saying is there those artists... Uh, they were paid a lot more than what they were How do you know what they worth. was paying? I'm saying... If there they are no pay- Faith Evanses of cash money. What are you saying? They were selling a lot of albums. I mean, at, at No Limit. They were selling... You can't act like right now they wasn't selling a whole bunch of albums. They were okay, selling a lot. Mia X and Soulja Slim made There's nobody records. down there okay. doing as good as any... Even the people complaining. Oh, well, They're not doing as good as the people complaining com- at that's Bad what I'm Boy. Saying. A, why do you think nobody's complaining? For a massive, like, because who they gonna complain to? Who cares about them? What I'm exactly what I'm saying. That don't mean the they music wasn't, wasn't good. I'm not. We're not talking about good or not. Fiend music wasn't good. Are we talking Mercedes about Mercedes music wasn't None good? None of their music was like, good. Like uh, Moby Dick music wasn't good. None music of it was I, good though. Okay. Masterpiece. The good still, stuff. If the none of got it was good. Shay, let's be clear. The good stuff people got paid for. None of it was Mystical, good. Mystical. No, it's not saying he's broke. None of it is good. It's a reason Mystical went and signed to Cash Money. Okay. Because he was hurting. Well, he wasn't signed to cash money when he was doing Shake Your Ass. He was signed danger. to cash money when his life was, he needed money. So he said, I'm going to just take some yeah, money. Yeah, because he had rape cases and crap. So he was doing bad, Shay. What I'm saying is he still had big records. Danger, he wasn't getting shake paid ass, off of them. Uh, bouncing back, like. Master P was making what? the money is what I'm trying to say. He right. goes in the Diddy boat. These I people. Think, I don't think so. These people, like, don't live. It, they don't live like they was on a label that made that much money. They don't live like they was rapping on albums that was coming out every week and, and he was selling 100,000 copies of them. They don't live like that. Master P lives like that. Master P's the one with the gold toilet and the Versace's and the Benny Hanna's at his, or, or not Benny, uh, Papa Do's at the crib. You ain't heard none of the rest of them say nothing like that. Well, we have heard Snoop Dogg say that this man gave him, made sure he kept all his uh, money. He made more money with him than anybody else. He's really? Any other Because that's some of his worst music. So his better music was from Death Row. That's why. You I'd... think that was the worst music? Snoop Dogg is rich because of what he did on Death Row, Lucy. Come on, man. He's worth over $100 He's million. He's supposed to be the boss. Huh? You don't. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> that was a good song. My favorite song was. My favorite Snoop song what? ever was on No Limit. But I know where his right. money was made. His okay. money was made from his but, work well, on Death Row. I don't know why he's lying, Row. then. Lying about what? He's he's been just, been he, actually I just watched an uh, episode of him on G what's it called GGN okay and Master P and he said that that was the most money he's ever made off of his own music also that Master P gave him the most favorable deal he's ever had like so and and the rest of the guys were happy uh, with all their deals everybody was how eating, you gonna speak for was, somebody else being happy well, that's, that's like Terry Crews getting on there saying I don't know a grabber everybody's happy it here it would be that's different if so somebody else nobody was saying, else. None Where of the, we at? It, it Snoop would be the has a hundred million dollars. None of the rest of them artists have that. Why you think that is? It would be Shay. You know that if, Master P's brothers were signed to him. Yes. Yeah, so so why don't none of the rest of them life, have a hundred million dollars? The other one is doing don't, very well for him. Why don't he have no compound? probably a lot more well than he should be being one of the worst rappers Shay, ever? He was selling a lot of records though. Okay. It don't matter how bad they were all terrible at rapping. All of them were terrible at rapping. Not me, ex, but go ahead. They were all bad at rapping, and they all still sold enough to make Master P $300 million. All right. Diddy and Master P are in the same pot. It's the reason why there's no counterpart to them. There's no bigs for Master P. There's no Dame for Master P. Dame has fell off a long time ago. He's still living in L.A. 
Mm-hmm. One of the most expensive places to live. He still lives there. Uh, Biggs he is back. back there. He was in North Carolina for a long time. Okay, I didn't have. He been shooting videos and movies and everything in LA and New York for He's a very long time. He had an art studio. He been doing videos out of for a very long time. So I don't know where the North Carolina thing came from. I mean, Dame has definitely He's been, been talking about North Carolina for the longest. They all talk about places. He's been living there for a very. He's long been time. doing he videos be from North, North from New York and LA for a very long time. Okay, I've been watching him on YouTube. He's been there for years. Either okay. way, though, whether he maybe he was driving back to North Carolina every night, I don't know. Either way, what I'm saying is he wasn't driving back. These, there. He didn't have to drive back. These people are. Overnight. These people have made like Diddy, it, 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 Pharrell, and Khalees. Now I don't like this. Now Khalees is saying she was robbed the same way that oh. other people are saying they was robbed. I'm sure. And people on Twitter they turned it into a Pharrell thing. But she really? said Neptune's. So she y'all stop Neptunes, doing. Right. Stop. Stop making it seem like Pharrell's doing the robbing and nobody else. Now. What you think about the Khalees story? Now, tell people what the Khalees story is. Okay, well, <clears throat> Khalees said that basically uh, she she felt like she was lied to more so than... Well, she was robbed also, but she felt like she was lied to because when they started... Because Khalees started with them. Um, a lot of people, you know, think about Khalees' uh, music a little later, but Khalees was with them for, before, you know, for a long time before... Where she even started, you know, with Nori, you know, doing backgrounds on that, singing with them. So she's been with them for a very long time. Uh, she said that when it was time to do her first album, which was great, a great album. She had the best album. Oh, my God. So the first album, Kaleidoscope, came. Um, she said she was basically just, like, doing the music because she loved the music. She loved them. Basically, they were friends. And that album didn't make any money, which... I don't see how that album didn't make any money. Terrible sales. Terrible sales, but it had like one of the bigger songs on there, which was, um, uh, just, people know it as I hate you so much right now, but it wasn't, it wasn't that, but, um, it was caught out there. That was a, the name of the song. And, um, it was a good bit of other singles that she had. <clears throat> so she said it did bad. Then she said the second album came, she didn't hardly, it did a little bit better sales. Uh, that didn't sell either. And basically, um, she basically just was like, she just felt like she was robbed. She didn't hit, she didn't get any money. She never made any money. Um, which is kind of weird because Khalees has had for her first, I think three or four albums. She's had very big records, huge records. You got milkshake. You got caught what, out. What was there. big on the second album? I didn't see nothing big on the second album. I mean, tasty had, um, no, that's not her second. That's her third album. Okay. Second is wonderland. There ain't nothing big on that. I don't know about that one. Then I'm thinking. Second okay. album did worse than the first. So I thought Tasty was her second. That's her third album. Hmm. Wonderland did worse than the first album. Actually, I gotta see what's on Wonderland because I don't know that. It, it, it's no hits on there. But this is the thing about it, though. Now knowing knowing now that Wonderland was her second, right? I didn't know that. And okay. you, I'm saying you know now, right? And Kaleidoscope is. Oh a, yeah, did, Young Fresh and New was a, it was a hit. I mean, it was a big it, song. It did worse. The the numbers was worse than the first. One. Young Fresh and New was a single on that. I'm I just, didn't know maybe that, that was she, that. Everybody had singles back then though, but it didn't perform good. That's the whole album. But I'm do saying. you remember the Young Fresh and New? Song? I don't. I don't know. I didn't really like Khalees like that. Okay, well, I did. But but, but what I'm saying though is. Knowing what we know now, right? You you checked it, and supposedly she's talking about the first two albums. That's what her she's issue talking is. about the first two. She's albums, saying which, she wasn't paid for those, which I right? get it because I don't really, I didn't know the first album like that. I mean, the second album like that. The now, first now we know classic. now that the first two albums didn't make no money. Mm-hmm. That's not being robbed. 
That is not the same thing. No, it's Especially not. Especially when she's saying it's only the first two albums when she didn't complain about the Her third. Her biggest album was Tasty. Right. And was, she got and paid. And fourth was Bossy, you know, with Bossy on she it. Got she got paid. So she's talking about yeah. albums that didn't make money. So what money is she expecting to see? I mean, I guess because of some of the records on there, like um, Get Along With You and Caught Out There, she was thinking like, okay, this song, these songs were huge and why wasn't I making any money? But they wasn't huge though. You don't think Caught Out There she, was huge? She said she made her money from um, touring, Writing? Okay, touring, which is how you make your money. But back then, <clears throat> if somebody put a lot of money into your budget for making an album, they have to make that money back from album sales. If your album don't sell, then they don't make their money back, and you can't start making money on it. So what was See, she looking for? I don't for? know because, and then I'm thinking, really, I mean, to be honest with you, when I read it, that's what when I talked to you about it, it sounded like I was just like, okay, it sounded to me like she shouldn't be as upset as she was because I'm just thinking because I am a Khalees fan. I loved the first, the one, the first album, then the third one, and the fourth one. But like just looking at you know, all the looks and, and all of the budgets for the videos and stuff. They spent, somebody was spending a lot of money on Khalees. A right. lot. She had big features. I think on Tasty album, um, she was working with Raphael Sadiq throughout the whole album. She had, she had, uh, songs with, you know, pretty, really big artists, you know, even with Bossy and, you know, all of the, she had some big artists. She had big songs, you know, so I felt like somebody, the production was amazing. They were spending money on Khalees. But the thing is, though, so some really, somebody had brought up, like, why did she, she shouldn't even have got a chance at a third album. The she, first two was failures. And they spent a lot of money on them. That's why she never got paid. And, and her voice wasn't, you know. Right. So somebody, was, somebody so brought up saying. on Twitter, like, yo, saying. you shouldn't even have got a third that's album. That's what I so was telling you. And you kind of like gave me some pushback. And I was like, no, they kind of carried her anyway. Like, what they, you mean? I didn't give you pushback. When I, when I, I said like, they should have been heard... stealing her money. But I didn't know right. that these didn't. You didn't tell me they was trash albums, though. No, they're great albums. Can't be. They didn't sell. No, they didn't make no money. You didn't tell me that. These albums are great. You didn't tell me that they didn't make no money, though. I didn't know they didn't make any That's money. That's why I said because what I said. They're, they're like Coke classic. Like, Tasty is like a Coke classic. People you keep bringing Tasty. Tasty up. That was a hit. Okay, all right. She and the made first money one, off of that. Caught Out There, was big. Uh, Get Along With You, big. Young, Fresh, and New, big. I'm thinking that whole that whole movement, maybe I'm just was, I was just into the movement of them. You know what I mean? The Neptunes and the space, like, that whole thing it was, was cool to me, but... Hearing on all Eclipse records and Nori records or whatever. I'm just saying, when I said it to you, I was like, yo, for real, Khalees should be forever indebted to the Neptunes. Because they, Khalees, Khalees has had the best, best stylist, best video budget. She don't have the best stylist, though. Her Khalees, style ain't good. What? Her video, she was so fly. Like, Khalees was the flyest in her videos. What Yo, are you talking about? You, first of all, this is what you said, and this okay. is what I said back, right? You okay. was like, she, she, they gave her everything. She couldn't really sing like that, and they gave her her whole first I two mean, albums, right? But the third All of her album, albums, actually, but... They didn't, though, because she, she said in that article, the reason that she started beefing with Neptunes on that third album was because they was mad she went to go work with other people. That was where the beef started. On what album? Tasty, the third album. I mean, well, their production was all over Tasty too. Tasty, I mean, but she tasty, said that that's Rafa, where the beef started. That because I mean. she was working with other people. Okay. So, so really, her best album came from her branching away from the Neptunes. 
but they all pretty much i i want to say the neptunes produced 90 percent of that album it couldn't have been 90 percent if she said that was what caused the beef between them she said they've been beefing because of that since and then. they also produced the, the fourth album Khalees i'm just Bazaar, saying what she said which in is the probably article. the biggest album she had what she like, said in the article was the beef started what? because they she went to go work with other people okay that was what she said right so if you if if you well, knew that the, the well, I don't know if you. you who did, I'm finding out too now that the first two albums didn't do good. Okay, Khalees, you did, can't say that the Neptunes robbed you. If it was a thirty, they, she was like talking about how there was a third split for everybody. Thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-three. First of all, come on, man. You already wrote, know that it's not going to be an exact thirty. First of all, they wrote 33. things. That she only thing Khalees did was sing them. But she said basically. that they told her there was going to be a thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-three split on everything. So she was looking for money. But if you if you know that these albums didn't sell like that, what money are you looking for, Khalees? Khalees don't have the same claim as Mace has. Mace has a real claim. This is what I wanted to bring up right here, right? Mm -hmm. When you talk about album sales, I looked up um, the uh, Kaleidoscope. And, and, and that joint, they, t they like looked at the numbers again in like 05. It came out in 99. By 05, it had done 200,000. Mm -hmm. Like this was not a, especially at that time period, this was not a successful album at all. Mm -hmm. And then the second one, even it was like I'm sure that was whack. It was I worse. Mean, it was because I didn't even. I mean, I just knew that single, and that was it. The numbers like, was worse than that, right? She has no argument to me because she only she not talking about tasty. She ain't talking about bossy. She's only talking about the tasty first and Khalees was here. Bossy was on. Khalees was here, right? Amazing. She's not even talking about them. So if you only talking about Kaleidoscope and Wonderland, you have no argument when no. it comes to the Neptunes. Mm -hmm. They don't owe you no money. They didn't take no money from you. They probably lost money by helping but, you out. But really and truly, Tasty, they did everything. I think the last, the fourth one, which was Khal Khalees was here, and I'm just looking at looking at a lot of the credits. That's where she branched off because the big, the biggest song she had, I don't know, Milkshake might have been her biggest, but the second biggest would be Bossy. Milkshake was the biggest. Right, but the second biggest would be Bossy, right? Yeah. So that was Sean Garrett, and that was, you know... She she wrote in, in a Will I Am did a lot with that with that album. They had a list of producers so that she worked with on, and they say taste. They must Khalees must tasty, be hazy because she was talking was about completely for real. She I mean, said, not for real. I'm sorry, the Neptunes. She she said that Tasty was when she worked with all the. She said Will I Am and all these other people. But that was that was not. I'm looking at it right now. No, no I'm just saying what they said in the interview. But okay, maybe it she was just was she was mixing stuff up. But either way though, like Khalees did terrible numbers, right? But somebody like Mace, this is why Mace has a real argument. Mace, his album. Harlem World. You know how many albums that sold? No, I don't, but I know it was big. Four times platinum. His other album, Double Up, two times platinum. Was that with Welcome Back and all that no, stuff? No, Welcome Back was another album. It went gold. That was after taking years off. Then he right, came back and he went gold. Mace has millions was of records. Was he back on Bad Boy at that point? Yes. Okay. Diddy was in a video with him and everything. Right, okay, right, right. Diddy owned him. Like He had to come back. If you're making more music, you back over here. Cause... And he was back cheesing. That's sad. He was back just cheesing and jigging. But um, <laughs> no, Mace, Mace has a real argument because he sold millions of albums. Right. And he did that within a very short period because Mace ain't been rapping in a long time. Besides, like he coming back now, but May sold seven million albums with uh, like six million albums within like three years. Mace has an argument. Khalees, I don't know what she got going on. She just feeling like she airing everybody out now. Like, yeah, she she's tired. She's mad. Cause she she got out there. She in her farm now, so she she's like, yo, I, if y'all come see me, I'm gonna tell you whatever you whatever. And even <laughs> if she's not even right, cause this she's not right about this. No, not. That I was I was with her when she was saying stuff about Nas or whatever. You I know, I, I support that. But I believe that. She's not right with this with this Neptune. But I thing. guess she felt like I, maybe she feels like 
these records I made and, and these two, I'm, I'm only speaking for the first album, which was amazing. That didn't sell. Okay. But Tasty, she should have been getting some money off Tasty because Tasty did, was amazing. But also, like I said, for the Neptunes did everything on Tasty. The only thing that I think she's done on that was sing. But the problem is, I think they is, wrote though, it, they produced it, they like everything you could think of. So this of, is why she's wrong in what she, she's saying about tasty. the Neptunes because right. she never said she didn't get paid for tapes. Tasty. Yeah. She's talking about the first two trash albums, mm-hmm. and of course they didn't pay you for that. And she's making it seem like it's the Neptunes. She wasn't signed to them, was she? She was signed to them. Oh. She was her artist. Well, then, yeah, it would be it would be up to them. But I mean, the, the still the album got to make money though. I think she might have been one of their. I mean, other than Eclipse, I think, yeah. Um, but uh, the the album still got to make money. Her album didn't make the the albums that didn't make money. She didn't get paid for. When she made an album that made money, Tasty, she got paid. So why would she say that? She said my friends robbed me. That's what she say in the article. Like <laughs> I feel like my friends robbed. It's like it's like it's worse because it's your friends robbing you. Like right. how can you say that if they did four albums with you, didn't pay you for two because they didn't sell, and then they did pay you for the two that did sell? You can't say they robbed you. So Khalees got to relax with everybody this one. out there. Go listen to Tasty Man. Tasty, that was a great album. Yeah. That was great. I still listen to it like often. So okay, yeah. so. Yeah, man, Mace, Mace, man, did he give Mace his stuff, yo? You, you wilding out here. How long you, we? Where we at? We at two hours yet? Two plus. What? Okay, that's good. It's too long. <laughs> cut it off. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna put it out. I, it is what it is now, man. The uh, Mace <laughs> deserves his. Pu- Mace ain't even saying, "Did he give me all my money?" Did he? He's saying, "I will pay you. Just give me my publishing." He's not asking for no money. He's not saying, yo, did he owe me for some back money because he shouldn't have owned my publishing. He's saying, I just want the publishing back. Right. Diddy can't be out here yelling all this black excellence and acting yeah. like, yo, it's cool if we rob each other. What he call it some love? <laughs> he can't love. act like it's cool if we rob each other, but then right. trip like, yo, it's not cool for black people to get robbed, That's period, shy-sty. because they're coming shy-sty. from a position of ignorance at a certain time in their life. May say ignorant no more. Now that he knows... Give him his stuff back. That is what it is. Like, he probably knew for a long time, but he even said in, in the post, like, I just had to make nice and smile and dance, get on stage and perform the whole time I'm knowing that you got my joint. The only reason he say he's coming out now is because Diddy is out here telling everybody he on the side of the artist. Yeah, and he was on the brunt at the at the Rock Nation brunch with the toast and y'all black excellence. And we got to love each other. And, you know, all that stuff, you know, yeah. And everybody crowd around him and they like, yeah, Diddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, whole time. He's stealing. Give Mason stuff back, man. <laughs> he's not even stealing. He's he just stealing, like, because Mace ain't even taking it like. Mace and, not even handling it. Had, like Wayne, what Wayne did was Wayne said, "You owe me money for all these years." Mace ain't even saying you owe me money. He's just saying, "Give me the publishing now, today." Mm-hmm. I don't want. I'm not asking for the money from that you made off of it. I'm just asking for the publishing back. And I'm, and I'm paying for. I'm I'm trying to pay. I'll you. give you money for this thing. That's what because he's like, do. if I offered you two million and you paid twenty thousand, yo, you could give me that back. And you've been making money for years, and you're about to make mm-hmm. $2 million. So, so imagine all of the other public, you know what I mean? Everybody else's publishing. But you know what the problem is, has. though, with Diddy? Mace's publishing includes Diddy's albums, mm-hmm. the one that went diamond. No way out. That's the problem. You Great can't album. give him his publishing because himself, 
as a solo artist sold ten, six, seven million. Well, no, I get and it, as you, a writer, because you know part. they said that when Biggie died, Mace was writing, writing everything, everything for everybody. Right, so he should have got a credit for that. He, he did. did. Okay, so he did he owns it though. For that though, he can't. He could get paid. No, your for publishing what his is your is. writing. That's your. That's what you contributed to the comp- right, so composition. So you get paid for your part in that, your portion in you that. You have to own it. Just if like he, if he owns it, but he, he does it. Diddy right. owns it. So when you write, that means if you, like if Mace would have at that time would have went and wrote for somebody else, Diddy would have owned it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's what. So I mean, depending on what kind of contract he had him in. That was the contract. You don't have no publishing. That's what he's asking for. He's because mm-hmm. Mace knows all the stuff he wrote. So he's like, if I could get this stuff back, I can just start living regularly. You hear how people say something like the checks that they get. Every, I remember, I think I heard one time that Birdman said they was getting a million a month. Or who? Somebody said that. I, know, I, I they think said it was even Birdman. Back that ass up was getting like so much money. A one month, of them like, said it was. I think it was Birdman, but I can't remember. One of them said they was getting a million dollars a month off of off of uh, like publishing, mm-hmm. just publishing alone like a million dollar check every month i think he was saying universal gate cut them a check every month for a million dollars some wild shit like that like mace diddy knows that if he gives him this so much is coming Mm -hmm. with that he was writing songs for little kim he was writing stuff for everybody like i mean like when you think about artists like you know like that are songwriters that are credited and that their business was in order correctly like a mariah carey or like you know some of these artists that never like even with with you know Beyonce as far as Beyonce and Destiny's Child and stuff like she's gonna be able to be to make the money that she's you know off of publishing and stuff because her business was always right because she had her dad look she at had the her dream dad, right I'm, I the understand. dream did that publishing deal for his old music got twenty five million off the publishing and he the said Diddy gave him right. um May sold more not more maybe but May sold enough like we talking about. We talking about fifteen million just from Diddy and two Mace albums. We don't know what else he wrote. He probably wrote a lot more than that. He was writing on all, like they said, Mace's pen. I mean, I was got carrying you. Bad made Boy. Some, made some big. Records. I'm not saying he didn't make no big ones. I'm just saying that they said that his pen was carrying Bad Boy. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Like Bad Boy is one of the most iconic labels, and after Biggie died, Mace was doing everything. So. And then not to count what he was writing before Biggie died, because he got there at the end of Biggie's life. So you know he was writing stuff. <clears throat> right. He was writing all kind of like. But think about all of the the hits that we like. I mean, I don't want to say we, cause but I go back often and I listen to because I love like R and B. I go back often and listen to Total. I go back and I listen to One Twelve. I go back and I listen to like somebody like uh, Sherry Dennis. I go back and I listen to like a lot of these artists, Gina Thompson. And, you know, I'm looking and I'm in, in hearing Sherry. I even heard Sherry Dennis's story. Like, BT had a story. Um, they got, like, a show called, like, uh, Finding So-and-So. And it goes into, like, her saying how she had one of the huge, one of the biggest, two big records, really big records, and was struggling she didn't have money to eat you know basically all of this stuff and those records were so big and you you hear them still but it's like i know for a fact that diddy is you know whether it's a little bit to him or not he's eating off of them still and they're not so all of these people total like i said all of these singers and you know even like a a jodeci where they weren't signed to him but then you know they were in unfavorable unfavorable deals and stuff like that with Uptown and that's Andre Harrell. That's Andre Harrell, but, but I'm just saying the production. From, 
Well, yeah, I'm just saying, but he, he produced these uh, records. We're on. saying he produced these records, but then you got Al B. Shaw who wrote all of these records. Well, that don't mean. And I'm just saying that he was having money problems. So there you go. Like, that's what I'm that's saying. Andre like, Harrell gave Diddy all that. That's where Diddy got it from. Because well, you just said Mary's net worth is $20 million. She should be worth way more than that. That means Andre Harrell was the right. OG thief when it comes right. to but I'm teaching just Diddy the game. Else. But what I'm just saying is if you got like somebody like Al B. Shaw writing these huge records. And you got a Devontae Swing and, and Jodeci who's saying he ain't got no money. He don't have money. Like, this, this, like when you start hearing that kind of stuff, you know that it's like, like I said, Diddy was producing them and he, you know, but for Uptown and everything. But those people got, they so much money got taken from these people. Like, and some of these records were huge, still being played to this day, like crazy. But anyway, I'm just saying. You could kind of see what's going on with Diddy. You know, people just, they just shove it off, you know, throw it off to the side a lot. But Diddy, if you just pay attention, he looks, he moves shysty. Like, it's just, that's just what he does, so. He learned the game from Andre Harrell. With, in, the, in the famous words of Big Meech, if you got a Robin-ass boss, you're going to have a Robin-ass crew. And that's what he came up under. So that's what he became. Flat out. His label really was like a, a, a image mirror image of Uptown, but the rap version. Mm-hmm. Bunch of people that wasn't making the money they were supposed to make, but they was making a bunch of hits. Mm-hmm. That's just what it was looking like. But man, that's all we got. Leo Khalees, relax on the Neptunes. You bugging. You don't you don't they don't owe you anything. Like, <laughs> no nah, man, Khalees talking about Khalees, you should be happy to be she's here. She's talking about she can't she <laughs> can't properly celebrate the anniversary of the album because what she album? got robbed. The first one? Kaleidoscope. Or um, oh, okay. because because she got robbed or whatever by her friends, like stop it, you lying. You didn't get robbed. You didn't you just didn't sell with them joints. And I remember I hate you so much right now. You said caught up or whatever it's called. It's called caught out there. It's caught out there, but like, mm-hmm. fam. And then I, I don't. Just I didn't get know nothing else you. from you again until milkshake. So no, 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 me. I'm talking okay. about me. Well, she had she had get uh, no, get along with I, you attention. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. But what <laughs> okay. I'm saying though is. And clearly, a lot of people didn't, but that's why she ain't making no money off them albums. You was just a fan, so you Those was following her. Those albums were phenomenal. So. Huh? Those are great albums. So. You didn't even know about the Wonderland. No, I don't know about the Wonderland. That's what I'm saying. I knew like, about the single. So I to didn't that. hear the Wonderland, but tasty. Yo, uh, Khalees <laughs> need to relax. Don't nobody. The Neptunes don't owe you no money, and the people when they hear Neptunes, they just think Pharrell automatically. Even though Chad Hugo's name is in the joint. But you know they what? Just though? Pharrell. One thing about it. Pharrell get a lot. Pharrell, when it when it come to the accolades, he get a lot of the accolades. But when it's you know when they feel like people saying shiesty things is being done, his name is the only one called too. So it's like you know, give and take, double edged swords. Like you get more of the accolades when you when your music is being made and get notoriety. But when you know some shiesty stuff is happening, people just saying Pharrell. They ain't saying Chad. So it's what it is. His name is in the joint though. I mean Neptune's. He said. Well, no, he said his name though. His name I'm just saying. I'm saying people was, was but trending people with Pharrell. It like it's Pharrell. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Whoa, Pharrell did that particularly. Anyway, man, we out here, man. This shit been going too long, and it's about to all get uploaded too. Two hours and seventeen minutes, and whatever it takes for the music to end. You got anything left you want to say? Yeah, I do not. She told y'all to go listen to Khalees Tasty. Oh yeah, please, y'all. Um, That's good. Yeah. I say y'all should go read a book. Peace. Oh.